Get you going. Um, um, all right, hold on. Let me intro this in. Uh, the mic's pretty high, though. But this is an episode of Don't Sleep on This Podcast. I am not sure what number this is, but we're back. Let's find out. Um, I'm back from a long way. I think we're probably episode 15 or something. Uh, you're about an episode... Wait, one second. It's all good. I mean, the, to me, at this point, because I first was doing episode after episode, now it's kind of just like, oh, whenever I have the chance. This is episode 21. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> episode 21. Thank you very much. On episode 21. I'm and at the, end, at the end of 21, uh, I hope to give this to you guys before this year ends out, so we'll see it, but um i'm gonna have you introduce yourself but let me say this one last thing so this is an episode of don't sleep on this podcast episode uh 21 and there's been a lot going on since then i have moved from my last place and we're moving in so it sounds a lot different my computer broke and they had to uh restore it for me which deleted all my files and apps so I said there will be a magazine December 31st, but all honesty, there probably won't. <coughs> Sorry. It's finished, but it's not made. So uh, I'll get it to you guys when you get it. It's really good, though. Um, I'm here with a new, somewhat new. I mean, we talked before. We just never actually met in person. But introduce yourself. Plug yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> my name is Ikenen Njaku. Um, yeah. Wonderful last name. You want to put your Instagrams and all that stuff? Uh, thank you. My Instagram is my first name and last name underscore, which is Ikenen Njaku uh, underscore. That's it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, we met through mutuals. We've talked over, what would we say, maybe like a year? Has it been, like, have I known you I would probably mm. maybe just this one year, right? It's probably been about closing in on a year. Yeah, now. and we never met, and we always just been super genuine with each other. Uh, met through a mutual friend, and kind of just uh, we'll keep in touch, and we would talk about certain shit. And you were just pretty cool about how everything was. All right, so yeah, we met, and roughly kind of just kept in touch, and pretty much kind of got like a idea of each other i was on and off with the podcast but we talked about us doing the podcast a while ago and it just never happened i moved and all that great stuff but you're out here in escondido where i live at now and you came from here from sacramento so i really really thank you for that safe travels on your way from and back my guy thank you thank you uh we have some questions where we're going to get into today we'll get into uh who he is, he has some things going on that I don't really understand, but I think we have a really good podcast coming because, I don't know, We all every good podcast for me starts off with a pretty good introduction, and we went to go eat at this place called Burger Bench. Or Burger Bench, yeah, yeah, I was going to say it the other way around, and that's always a good start to like... A good meal, a good like conversation before the podcast, especially not when you're saying too much before the podcast and you just have nothing to talk about. So I think we still have a good amount to talk about, and I'm ready to pod. I haven't talked in a microphone or talked in general in a fucking minute. Yeah. 
So this I'm happy my, to be here. This is my first time, actually. I've never really? been on a podcast before, like hey. talked into like a mic for an extended period of time. So uh, I would say doing <laughs> I learned doing it every day is not doing it every day. Doing it every week was pretty hard to keep being a brand new podcaster and being consistent was hard. But I feel like now it's just in my blood and I kind of understand like, yeah, how to keep it flowing and blah, blah, blah. But <clears throat> thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, uh, shit, It's my pleasure. <laughs> All the way out here from Sacramento and shit. Oh so. man, it's so nice. Thank you so yeah. much. It's also like nice to add that like, you know, we're both from the same place, but mm-hmm. we're literally out here mm-hmm. Southern California. I like to now because like this is my home now. But I like to still connect with anyone I possibly can that knows about Sacramento, certain spots, and be like, yo, you ever went to, like, my favorite place? We were talking about what we would eat. One of my favorite places in Sacramento is JJ's, and I always think about JJ's fish and how I just can't get it. Or, like, Ethiopian Queen Sheba. I miss Queen Sheba so much. I've never had Ethiopian food, but JJ. JJ what? JJ fish and... Ice JJ fish? (laughs) You know, it's JJ's (laughs) fish and something else, but it's... I don't know what street it's off of. It's right off the freeway, and it's just fried fish, fried chicken, shit like that. Fish and chip type joint. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, but it's so good. JJ's this is, is a so good. Completely different tangent, but how often do you go to chip and um, fish and chip joints? Because I've never fucking had one before. Like, really? Ever, yeah, no, never. not often at all. Be only because I, I mean, I think of Long John Sh- Silver when I think of like fish and chip spots, and plus, I just don't want to risk the like fish is very high on my meal. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's valid. List, so it's like I don't want to like get disappointed every time I go. Like, like I was talking about how obsessed I am with burgers right now. Yeah. But it's not high on my list. I can be I could be obsessed with them, but I could get a bad burger and not be like, fuck, I don't want no burger again for another couple days. But where know, the fuck days. would you go and you know you get a bad burger, though? Because I wouldn't go anywhere, no. Knowing I mean, that would, if someone gives you a McDouble, are you going to not... What is a McDouble again? What's a McDouble? It's like just two... Beef patties. Okay, if like, someone gave you a McDouble, like, would you eat it? If but you're if hungry? I'm hungry, well, no. I used to work at McDonald's, so like, oh, okay. I will. I, I swear by it. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't eat that shit anymore. Like that's not. me with Subway. Yeah, valid. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't go go somewhere and trade my money to go get a shitty burger when I know it might possibly be shitty. Okay. So it's um, like in and out never fails to disappoint. Like, well, this place that we're talking about, Bench Burger, I we had it like a couple weeks ago, and I was absolutely unsure about it. So. Me going there, it's a it's not a hole in the wall place, but it's like every place here, living here, I don't know shit about. So yeah. it's always a gamble with going in and being like, oh wait, this is actually pretty good. Like for me to recommend you, like, oh, there's a good burger spot. Like yeah. I don't have any other good burger spots all throughout San Diego County. I can recommend you. That's yeah. the only one I have. That was just based off. She might have been there or something like that, but. There's probably some places that give you a shitty burger, a burnt burger. Like <laughs> I don't like, like I like medium and rare beef. Yeah. So if I don't feel like I can get a medium rare beef from a place, I probably won't get a burger from there as well. So yeah. it's kind of like something I already know. Yeah. If, if I gotta get like a, like In and Out is the only place I can get a regular cooked burger. Quality and be, burger. Or you know what? Five Guys is fire. Never have Five Guys where oh, the fries are salty as fuck. Nah, I'm not a salty person either. You know what? I feel like that's a newer. Black pe- person thing. 
We don't like salt because we know that no, shit does. No, we love salt. Oh, I but know what salt does just, to niggas. Yeah. I know what salt does to niggas, and that's why I do not do salt like that because that, that shit can really kill us specifically. It's kind of crazy. It's a generational thing, but like, yeah. but you know, okay, so another thing I learned, this is off a tangent, and then we're going to get back to it, but some things like someone saying like, oh, my family has a line of diabetes. Diabetes is not necessarily hereditary. It's the cooking that's hereditary. Yes. I mean, the cooking that goes down in line and then that person gets it because they cook the same way their mom did yeah. or their grandma did and they're blah, blah, blah. So salt killing black people was because we all cook the same. Yeah. And us generational knowing that salt is horrible for us, we're consciously going, you know what? I don't need to put this much salt. So instead, yeah. like I might get the Creole seasoning, but it has to have no salt in it or something like yeah. that. Yeah, we're and just now more cautious it. and aware oh, fuck of it yeah. type thing. Like my sister lives in Atlanta and she was just telling me like, you know, something about the fried chicken here. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. something about the, you know, the shit we used to eat when we were kids and whatnot. And I was like thinking about like, damn, like I don't really have fried chicken unless it's in a sandwich. Yeah, me either, dude. Or I don't go home and fried chicken. I don't go home and like kind of crave fried chicken. I crave wings, but I don't crave Fried chicken, really? I'm a wings guy for sure. Uh, but like, like fried chicken, like to eat it and have the oh no, that sounds mm. gross because I don't like the skin anymore. Oh, I mean, I do fuck with chicken and waffles. Like, if I go to any mm, place okay. that serves chicken and waffles, I'm probably gonna get the chicken and waffles. What if they put chicken tenders on the plate with the waffles on it? You, are you gonna look at it different, or are you still gonna eat it? I'm gonna look at it different for sure. Because yeah, why is it not like a that. wing or a breast? You know? Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely but. been to. There's one place. And I hate to keep going back and forth through Sac and Escondido in San Diego, but there is one place, I think it's closed down now. Last time I checked, it was in Sacramento that they gave me chicken and waffles. The waffles were phenomenal. They had some crazy ass like syrups, chili sauce. Yeah. But they gave you chicken tenders and that was their way of doing it. But every other chicken and waffles place I've been to always had, I'm not a, I'm not a breast guy. I don't like white meat. I like dark meat. Whoa. Yeah, dude. We're gonna to have to keep going back and <laughs> forth between Sacramento and how do you what do you what do you call this? This place? is Escondido. Escondido. Escondido stands. I mean, that stands for it means hidden city. Interesting. Yeah, but I mean, I love it. So I mean, the drive here was beautiful. I wish it was like less. Yeah, cloudy. dude, it's a lot of hills. You know? I where I, where I work at, I'm surrounded by tons of hills. One one thing I love about Northern California versus Southern California, Southern California. You go in a city, you're totally surrounded with nothing but valley and hills. And it's just very, that's one thing I really like seeing like on the daily is just hella, hella hills. Um, whereas being like in Sacramento where it's just flat. Yeah. And you look over, you can look, when on a clear day, you will see the mountains and the hills. Yeah. But here, like raining, whatever, like I'm always seeing hills. I look out my window right now, I see the like valley of everything. So it's pretty, that's one thing I really do like about being here fucking tangent but i think is it i wonder if it's a thing that like the more wealthy the places the more hills they have because bay area i mean here and things like that and it's just like sack is very flat but like you I, know because that was i i forget who i asked i was like what what made house on the hills a popular thing some guy said was like i want to build the house on the hills to have my other friends house on the hill like what made that become a it's just the hierarchy thing you're up, you're up above that's true i guess you know I mean? you're overseeing things that the people below you know it's the hierarchy thing on my way to drop on my way here to um from sacramento to um to la or whatever mm-hmm. it was, i was just thinking like damn i'd love a house in between some hills you know what i mean like yeah just, just tucked off a little bit type of thing but that's just because i love hills i want to lay in the hills i want to like roll down hills and shit like when i drive like 
that's kind of one of the best things about driving in California, the hills. Yeah, you got you, honestly, kind of you got inspiring. all different terrains. Yeah, I would say I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna try to get into it, but uh, going from uh, Sacramento through LA, when you get to close to like Palmdale, I think so. I'm not sure exactly where, but there is a nice little stretch of houses that kind of seemed forced in the hills just so they could say they have a house in the hills. But those are kind of my favorite, kind of like where it's in between. It's not on the top of it, but it's smack in the middle of the fucking hill and they just made a road out of it and stuff like that. But that's just a little bit of architecture design that I'm interested in. The only thing is I don't like is that it has to have the uh, like stilts in front of it. I always think about like a landslide or like an earthquake. Yeah. And like that shit just slide down. And that's the reason why I don't think I would ever buy a house that has to be like. On the side of the hill. On the, yeah, I don't fuck with that. Yeah, on the it side of the like, top. You ever see like Avengers or like any Iron Man movies when like you see Tony Stark's house like on the side of the hill? Like, Dude, honestly, <laughs> I am not a Marvel. I, I've, mm, I've probably seen maybe five minutes of a Marvel movie. Well, don't tell me you're a DC guy because DC is not. Well, DC, I don't know the difference. I know. DC's I. I know Batman's on DC. Yeah. And I'm going to watch any and every Batman, but they don't make him with Christopher Nolan anymore. But I'm still probably going to watch any and every Batman. Yeah. I like X-Men. I think it was they, fucking crazy. Yeah, That's X-Men like my first introduction to Marvel. Like, fuck, not fuck the Avengers, but like X-Men is my group. Yeah, I'm not going to Yeah, I'm not going to watch the Avengers because X-Men was so phenomenal. I'm yeah. sure Avengers is too, but if I'm an old head in one thing, it's going to be some superhero movie because yeah. I don't have too many things to be an old head about. Really? I, no, yeah. not really. Yeah, like like yeah. X-Men really was like the peak. Watching like Hulk, he's in the Avengers, right? Yeah. So like the first couple Hulk ones were pretty good. The first couple Spider-Mans I remember being pretty good, but I don't feel ever the need to go. I feel like there's other movies for me to go search and explore. I've been into like, if I'm going out on a deep dive, I'm watching Korean uh Thriller movies. Korean mm-hmm. movies. I watched one movie, Old Boy, and I just. Oh, I've seen lost. Old Boy. I've seen Old Boy. The uh, yeah. American one or the uh, Korean one? Uh, I want to say probably both actually, because I found out there's. Yeah, they they made the Korean one first, and then they made an American ab- ab- adaptation. Same twist, same yeah. success twist. Uh huh. Yes, and I got super. Then after watching uh, Squid Games and like a couple other ones, there's this another one, Fallen Angels. Is what I've been trying to watch. And I think one day I started watching it. I just fucking fell asleep. But that is the next Korean movie. So if someone wants to go out and watch it and yeah. tell me about it, please. Noted, actually. Yeah, Fallen Angels. But, um, damn, my phone. Um, But I always ask one random question. I know we went on a long tangent. But what is your favorite <laughs> article of clothing? Uh, my favorite article of clothing off top. It's a beautiful struggle, but I'd said like pants or jeans or trousers or anything like okay. that. Okay. I say beautiful struggle because I'm tall. I've I didn't know been, you were actually that tall when I first met you. Like, yeah, okay. we never like seen yeah, each other yeah, in person. But yeah, I'm pretty tall. So it's like and then I was also pretty chubby when I was younger and shit. So it's like I have a th- pretty big waistline and shit, but like I used to have to like order pants and shit online because they didn't have my size in stores and shit like that. So it's like I love pants. I love jeans. I love different types, but like it's a struggle for real. The word my um, mom always described me as growing up was husky. So I know it. what that uh that feels like of having to look at the. For me now, 
I used to really have a love-hate relationship with my body size, but now when I find the perfect fit to something where it yeah. fits the way I want to, mm. it makes me even more appreciative because I put the work in, in it. Like yeah. it's not like I get a, I don't go somewhere and grab a pair of pants and throw them on and be like, these are gonna fit the way I want them to. Mm. I now have to kind of take the initiative to go inside the store and like try them on and yeah, be more a little bit choosing, be like this one. I remember for a while I was tailoring my pants to fit better. I found one pair of pants that fit really well and I would go in and have someone tailor them to the same exact pair of pants to fit just like that. So mm-hmm. I can, I can respect pants being someone's favorite one for me. I think it's still always going to be t-shirts. I think the, What's on the bottom kind of makes it breaks with the top. Yeah, that's true. Or at the lower bottom as far as like shoes or anything like that. Because like just it just puts it all together. Shoes, I think yeah. so much. It, it holds so much weight now because like sneaker heads has became more. more it's like a virus. It's a spread. Like everyone has some sort of like heat sneaker knowledge. Closet type yeah, shit. and I'm a person that has zero heat. I'm like Vans and I have a good collection of New Balances. But other than that, like, I still don't, ha- I haven't owned a pair of Jordans since I was young. I've never paid f- with my own money for a pair of Jordans. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're from California, so the Vans thing is valid. Yeah, dude. And I, I still I, have my Vans in my closet. You and know I, I mean, realize so. it, I will die by Vans. And then I go to places, like, I was, remember at the store, and I was just like, every employee wear, and every employee here wears Vans. And I was talking to someone outside of California. And they're like, yeah, no, that was just because it came trendy again. Like, I, we don't wear yeah. Vans at all. And I was just like, that's fucking crazy. That's the only I, type of, pl- that's the only thing about, like, Vans. Like, when it comes trendy, other places outside of, more of outside of California are wearing, in my opinion, that I've noticed. But once it comes trendy, like, okay, then the places outside of California are rocking with it. But, like, when it's not so trendy or, like, no one's really rocking Vans like that, then they come off. Yeah, when they made ASAP Rocky known as, like, a Van Vans ambassador, I was like, yeah. that's crazy, like, I think they're just a regular shoe, but that's just me being closed. And like, yeah. I'm surprised right now underneath my desk, there's not a pair of Vans. I, in my room, there's at least seven pairs of them and one pair that's not been worn at all. Yeah, Like I have to have, some people have to have like a brand new fit pair of Air Force, white, ones. Air Force yeah. ones. I have to have one pair of untouched old schools, the navy blue ones. Just oh, those, are the, off those, to go, the those are the craziest ones. Yeah. And it, Un- still tied up from the factory, like they're just in just there, waiting. That's kind of fire, though. Because those are just shoes that, like, they're timeless, in my opinion. Oh my god, dude. they're very timeless. And they go with so many things. Like, what kind of pant can you not wear with the pair of old school? Shoes? Yeah, that's why I'm like, I, I, the skate high is a little bit more gamble because that yeah. extra. I don't know what you would call that. I don't know what the, the extra canvas of the shoe of it being, you know, a little bit taller uh, is a little bit more gamble because sometimes you can rock with it off. Sometimes you can rock. I mean, you might fuck up and wear the wrong fit with it. But a pair of old schools or authentics just make. I actually started getting back into authentics. I bought a pair of navy blue ones. Love them. Got a pair. They're fucked up. I got a pair of red ones outside. Right. Oh, there. Like, I yeah. Those. Yeah. Like I got yeah. I kind of have um. Almost like no matter what, like this is the shoes I gotta die by. I love New Balances so so much, but a pair of Vans, there's nothing like them. Like I don't think I would ever. Those are my if if I was like comparing them to any shoe. Those are my Air Force One slash Jordan ones. Hmm. Valid. Yeah, like those are my staple. I feel like I've, I've I definitely mixed and blended and shit. 
and like shoes now. So it's like, I guess one shoe that I know I can live in right now is a pair of my Doc Martens, the um, the, the nylon boots. Yeah. Those are pretty fucking. Like, I can live in them. I, I've hiked in those shoes. I've I've done so much in those shoes and just wear them on a daily basis, like the store type shit. Like, it's just one of those things. Daily base shoes is Birkenstocks, and I have to throw away a pair. Just a couple of days ago, because I stepped in dog shit. Yeah, and for whatever reason, dog shit lingers on shoes. Yeah, dude. like when it gets in those little crevices, it lingers. Like it no lingers. matter how much you get it out, like you can. And it was on, it was on suede, out. and I was like, "There's no possible way I'm gonna clean this suede and it so come back like the way I want it to." Not smelling like shit. Yeah, yeah, and then I was like, and I'm always just gonna look at them annoying. Like I'm like, nah, I just left. I was like, someone, I left them out. I didn't throw them in the trash. I left them out so if someone else. Picked them up, they can have them. Cause yeah. I, I rebuild. Like one thing about Birkenstocks that I love, you can rebuild them. Can so I, I would already have my foot embedded in it, bitch, and a brand new, you know, outsole and new dye to my suede, and I was a happy camper right then and there. I those are shoes. Those. Actually, I knew you can rebuild those, but I kind of forgot that that was actually a. I think a you can even rebuild the shoes like the sandals you're wearing right now. Yeah. They just take that. You know what? This is too nerdy, but they take that sole off, and they like people got to realize, I. I I don't take, I used to be a person who took reduce, reuse, recycle very seriously. I was very earth conscious. And then as I got older, I realized we're kind of doomed. I'm not saying I go out and litter happily, but, uh, <laughs> you know, like consuming like fast fashion, consuming fast food, consuming so many other things. Like you realize, I sometimes I would put it like this. I go, what if I just bought it? Like, what would that hurt? Like, I, I'm one other more person. But when I realized with shoes, you want to get a shoe that you can rebuild. You're not really buying into the whole buy this, throw it away. It's useless. Like, yeah. I can go take this and then get refixed and I can have more life out of it. I have a pair of Burks in the room right now that I've been having for like two, three years. Shit. With a brand new sole on them, re-dyed leather, so they look brand new. You dyed leather yourself? No, I just take them to some place, some little small business that makes and redo shoes. That's fine. Yeah, I kind of like it because it, and it, it's, it makes it even more personal because now I know these shoes have been around me for three years. Yeah, with all of the bells and whistles, they'll glue up the cork and everything for you. It's very, it's very nerdy, and I'm not trying to stay super nerdy, but I like no, no, the idea of um, these are mine. And I've been having them for three years. Yeah. Or two, three years or whatever. So I fuck with it. Yeah. I've never. So I haven't bought my first pair of bricks yet. I do plan on it. I'm just not the biggest sandal person. Like I'm wearing my sweet cokes right now. And it's just kind of like, mm, not every day. Yeah. I feel that. Like I don't, I'm, I'm someone who doesn't mind sticking my foot in a pair of shoe every day. Like and lacing them up and shit like that. Like I don't need to be cozy and like every single day. Really? Yeah. No. Nah. No. Cozy every single day. I got to be able to run in my cozy just in case. But I can't run in fucking sweet cokes. Bro, put me in a pair of Burks. I'll fucking take off on everything. I just know how to step in them right. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. Like, I I remember one thing I watched, and this dude was like, I don't care about the shoe. I just have to be sure I can skate in them. And the guy asked him another question. He was like, I don't think you understand. Like, I don't give a fuck what kind of shoe it is. If I can't skate in them, I don't wear them. I think they're the same way. Like I skated when I was a young kid, and if I don't feel comfortable in skating them in them, I realize they're a very temporary shoe that I'm gonna put on. My New Balances, since they're so more like runner friendly, mm-hmm. they're more thicker soles and very archy. 
I can't skate in them. I could if I wanted to, but I can't really. So I only keep them on for the art support and like the comfortability, but I take them off as soon as I can because that like, how would I say that? um, Foreign feeling to my foot of knowing like these can't do a kickflip in them. Like that, I got to be like, I'll pull it off. My Burks though. Whole different story. I'm sliding my foot in them hoes any chance I can get. Can you still do a quick flip up today? Like you can pop one out right oh, now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, without a doubt. I feel comfortable. I, I the funny thing is we were going to a brunch with one of our friends for their early birthday, and there was this group of kids skateboarding at the post office over there, and I felt like a like a old fucking geezer because I was watching it and I was just like I just want to get out the car with these and just skate with these kids for a little bit and these kids are probably in high school so they you're obviously 20, you're 21 now yeah you know? <laughs> I gotta I gotta stay away from kids but I was just like oh my gosh they are having it. they're it's like they were like you're not easily a 10 11 deep oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay just skating on this one nice there's like a four stair here where it's like you can manual up one you can ollie to manual up one side kick flip down the other one you can't grind anything, but it, it's so smooth where I'm like, I still to the day, I'll look at things and go, oh, I can skate this or blah, blah. Like that's still embedded in my brain. I haven't skated in probably five months, but. Bro, if you if you had a board on you that day when you see them kids, you should have popped that shit out and went over there. You're only Dude, 21. I think you can go about, skate. You can still go skate. Oh, 100%. And I like, still think to myself like, I need to go to the skate park because I know there's a nice one here, but I'd be like, yo. I got to keep that shit in my car just for those rare moments. That keeps you the do. inner child in me you, like I feel like smiling. it's important to keep things that made you happy as a child or keep you, you know, keep that inner child kind of smiling in you yeah. around. Like I keep Baruto, which is like, you know, Naruto's mm-hmm. child. I keep like a Barrio manga with me at all times. Or like just little things that like. Which is great. You know, yeah. My AirPods, Rock Lee, like shit like that. Just because like that's embedded in me. Like that's who, that's what I grew up on. That's what I grew with and you know those are things that I'd like to stay for as long as I can as long as I live because that's what made me me I I will tell my mom hey I'm at the skate park and she goes oh I'm so happy to hear that because that's that's the same thing where it's like oh you're still tapping into that yeah inner child. And it's like you know that's one thing about too you know growing up becoming older getting grown and shit like that is like you know it's so easy to fall out of like you know things that brought you pleasure be, like, you, as in your younger days and shit like mm-hmm. that or like younger you so it's just like I feel like it's important to still tap into that, you know, when you can, when the opportunity comes, like when you're able, because I don't know, don't let life age you. Life yeah, will make you it, way older do. than you well, are. People around you will age you. People around you and experience will age you. The lack of experience, most time we call those people immature or yeah. something like that. Or some people who are wise will see from other people's experiences and internalize them and do that. But the one crazy saying where it's like, uh, I used to love the saying as I, as I was younger, but as I got older, I kind of disagree with it a little bit more. Is uh, as a child, I stick to I stick as I stick to myself as a child. I do childish things, but as I grow up, I put those childish things away. And I used to always say, my mom, who's a pastor. I mean, I Your get it from a pastor. The, my mom was a pastor. Whoa! And uh, we would talk about it because it's a Bible verse, and it talks about like basically the child needs to stay in the child's place. But then when you get older, you put all the childish things away. Obviously, it doesn't say to take away the child, the inner child thing, it inner child in you. But 
Like I just told, I don't know if I said this actually. I just bought a PS3. Oh, I did. Tell oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. I just, just bought a PS3, one, so I can two, play. Yeah, three. I can play all different skates because that's what I did when I was fucking twelve. So it's like yeah. I still like those things. Even on a rough day, I have to have that. Or like uh, my skateboards always. I always have a skateboard that I can use. Or I'm not even a video game person, but like yeah. little things like that where I can explore what I was doing. It's not living in the past, but it's, it's like a, it's a time capsule. Yeah, like take very that much. trip for a little bit. Like you know, go do what your younger self loved to do. Very nerdy. This dude on like on TikTok had a VR room of what his it's room fine. looked like in the 1990s, and he he would play Atari on it. So it's he fine. would see it through a kid like prep like a, a kid's perspective. Yeah, sitting down looking at a TV through a VR, so he can play Atari, which is like absolutely crazy to me. But that's almost like. Going back in time, yeah. his room had the whole '90s aesthetic to it, and I was just like, "Oh, that's fucking crazy." Yeah, isn't it interesting that like, you know, the world we were taught to like, you know, move on, move forward, things like that. You know, not forget the past, but like, you know, let the past be the past, and things like that. But I feel like if you gave people the opportunity to just go back into a past and live at like a certain period of time of their lives or a period they would of do time, it, they would. But when I the reason why I would think so that is because they know what happened then. Yeah. But if I said, "Hey, you want to go five years in the future?" You'd be kind of hesitant because you're like, "I don't know where are five years and I'll that's be." That's crazy because I like I'm someone who likes I like to know things. You know, I like mm-hmm. to you know I like to know things. I used to say like, if I got the opportunity, if someone came down tomorrow and was like, "Okay, here you can find out who you will be, what you'll be doing, how you'll be living in five years," I used to say I would. I, off the bat, yes. Yeah. Like, let me know what's up. Because, like, I just want to know. But that's also back when I was also stressing about the future, about, like, what am I going to do? What am I going to be? Who am I going to become? That type of shit. So it's like, I guess I've grown from that. And, like, now it's kind of like, you know. It's being the now. I'm kind of okay, like, you know, yeah. not figuring, like, not knowing. But I I, I do like spoilers, though. I'm not going to lie. I just spoiled Spider-Man, the new one, the other day on Twitter. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> about that, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of piss people off collectively yeah. for a moment. Because... Why not? You know, I hold information that a lot of people don't want to know, but it's not going to kill me to let them know. It's not yeah, no, honestly. So it's like, eh, I can be a dickhead for right now. It's okay. I see those things and I'm like, I'm not taking a loss. I'm not invested in Spider-Man, so yeah. I can just allow this yeah. to not bother me. I just want to be a little malicious for them for yeah, a second no, the I mean, like, publicly. You know how many times I'll go on Twitter and I go, oh, fuck, dude, I really wish I was a tr- like a Twitter troll. Like there's yeah. sometimes... Like, I remember, like, moving out here, I became very much friends with myself and yeah. just having just ideas that I'm like, I keep to myself because I don't have many people around me to share these ideas with, yeah. especially like the funnier, goofier ones. Yeah. And I'm just on Twitter and I'll read like certain policies and stuff like that. And I'm like, I can see how people become Twitter trolls. I work on a fucking construction job site. And if there's one thing that they do, is in the urinals or the porta potties, they write on the fucking porta potties all these like this one was crazy. Someone used the Black Lives Matter acronym and they turned it into a big lip monkey. I didn't even time know about, that about, was a fucking Are these grown ass construction workers these are writing these shit? Ass I used to always thought, bro. oh, some fucking vandal. Some younger kids. There. I feel like I we're always taught that. that like some fucking vandals coming in here writing bullshit on these walls. Little do you know, it's a grown fucking it's, man it's on grown. his it's, fucking break pissing. Writing this shit on the walls. Like, that's I'm crazy. one of those grown men. And it makes sense that these fucking grown men are doing this because 
construction workers carry pens. You have yeah. to mark shit. Yeah. So it only makes sense if it's them niggas doing that. Because I used to really grow up thinking like it was some someone just some no, younger dude. person, you know. I'm talking about 30 to 40 year old. I know there's guys on there 50 something year old who write stuff on it. That's crazy. It's it's like the it's like That's the public insane. forum like Facebook where like you just basically and write it shitty. down. No one's gonna catch you or walk. No in one's gonna catch it. you. They try to scrub it off, but someone else will just rewrite on it. So like the other day, it says, um, "It said violence is the answer." Someone crossed it out and said, "Killing is the answer." I crossed it out and I said, "Segregation is the answer." Oh my god! And it's because of an old conversation I had with someone saying how segregation wasn't that bad of an idea. Because we had everything together. We had it within our own community. But if you ask me, you you quiz me, I'm like pro-diversity. I realize the difference between being pro-black and pro-diversity. I lean more towards pro-diversity. My like the place I live at now. Very fucking white. It's it's here actually don't it's Mexican and white. But I live like my girlfriend's Mexican, roommate's white, I'm black. I honestly wouldn't want to have it no other way because I like having everyone's perspective. I like knowing like from your, like me and you can share a lot of things because our background. So it makes me feel more comfortable knowing someone had a good, or knowing someone has the coleslaw thing. Yeah. The coleslaw, the old head. Yeah. Yeah. That's something I can understand, but not me. I think that's just like something that's like, you know, people, people like coleslaw, people like cold, uh, Macaroni salad. I don't know. I don't like either. But the the fucking <laughs> the the salt thing, like that, yeah. like someone who understands that makes the world ten times easier for me. But also, when I go talk to someone else, like I learned a lot about like the people I work around with. Like they might not call the fucking pork shit that they eat chitlins. They call it something else. They yeah. cook it a different way. Bro, we're all pretty much the same. One, like one way or well, another, we, we just call it something else, yeah. and we just. Find any and every small way to divide each other. Mm. So I like diversity because it's pretty much the opposite of division. I'm trying. I think of diversity of including every single one. So there's a lot of times you'll see me with people outside of my race, and, and it comes honestly when it gets to the point where I feel uncomfortable because I'm the only one that looks like me. It does make for a lot of uncomfortable times, but I do like having a diverse of group of people around me. All right, speaking of friends, what is for family and friends? Uh, for family and friends is um, just collective, a community of creators, creatives, and artists who just do our thing. We each do different things, and all of us a lot of do. Mint. Oh, you're a good dog. Just keep it rolling. Many of us do yeah, the same good, thing, but. Um, we we all just kind of come together within our community. We all a lot of us are from Sacramento. We got people out in New York, people out in LA, people out in Buffalo. You know, other places that we just met along the way. But um, we're just a community. That's what. See, and I, as like I like kind of have a glance and a little idea. So while I didn't know that at the time. I did deer, and that's the same thing. So, I like, think you told me about deer. Yeah, before. like deer was the same idea, but in a little bit different on like a more of a business platform. I, I'm not saying that for family and friends can't be a business platform, but I, when I was thinking about deer, I was like, well, 
you go inside of a store, there's people who need like ad agency people. There's people who need Photoshop, blah, blah, blah. But mm. I would like Deer to be that group of people of creatives who are afraid that one day they might not have work. Mm. This is the place that a average Joe who's starting a small business, a fucking average, average, you know, like whoever who might not have the the tech savviness or the artistic skills to push, to, that. To push that shit. That's exactly what we are. Like, you could be fucking real estate agents selling homes, but yeah. you know, if you want to add some swag to it, you know, like come get with the white people to kind of push what you have going on into a certain direction. We can, you know, we can definitely help with that. Or like, you know, just come be around some people who might, you might get expired by, you know what I mean? Or like, that's what, I, when I started getting like a little bit more, I was like, this is a beautiful thing. Cause I like when, and this is like my egotistical size. Like I like when ideas of mine flourish because I'm like, wait, I wasn't crazy for this idea. It might not have been full fledged, which you guys have going on. I don't have, like Deer really started and ended with me. But you guys got it going on and it's running. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, I'm not crazy. Like, that was something that yeah. could have been done. And it's a, it, it looks beautiful. You guys look like you guys have an amazing time. And yeah, like, it's crazy because, like, you know, a lot of it started with a lot of people that I've grown up with since mm-hmm. I was a little kid, like going to elementary school, going to middle school, going to high school. Most of them I met through those stages of my life. So it's nice to be at this point in my stage in life that. I have a piece of home with me, a piece of like, you know, childhood, yeah, a younger self. Like, you know, these people have seen me at different periods of my life. It's kind of interesting how that works. Yeah, the best people to make money with is people you kind of grew up with. And the people that you get to travel the world with is the people you want to grow up with. The people you want to create with is is even better when it's the people you grow up yeah. with. So. And like, even in between that, like meeting so many people that I've met through them, through their journey up to now, or like meeting people along the way while we're all on our journey together has been also like lovely, like. It's a beautiful I don't know. thing. I I I love it. Speaking of that, uh, do you ever? I'm, I was texting you all these things, but we yeah. talked about the in that phone call we had about like I would call it the expensive mistakes that I made. Like that was yeah. a very short but very like wonderful phone call that was out of the blue. Like hey, yeah. and that's how like our like I would say majority of the, our friendship kind of like merged was just like bounce ideas and like like kind of I won't say life stuff but like life stuff just like hey I got an idea you called me and you were telling me about you wanting to quit your job and you 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 called you were like oh actually this wasn't a really good question to ask but we had a pretty good conversation on just like <laughs> Quitting one at a time and like going full fledged of like shit. what your ideas are, your ideas just yeah. slash your dreams. Like, yeah. Now, let me, before we talk about it, how has it been going since you quit? Uh, it's been going, going pretty well. Uh, it's been what? I think about like a week and a half now. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you really have freedom. It's yeah. weird. It's like, it's kind of like unhinged freedom. Like, you don't have to be somewhere at a certain time tomorrow the next day the day after that or the day after that you really don't want to be so it's just strange because like once you get out of like that kind of routine it's kind of it's it's a lot of you like afraid of but it's also kind of like in a way the freeing like you it's like clearing a mental tab in your brain yeah that's no longer going to be on your mind until it is again so you want it to be on your mind or until like you allow it to be but um 
since then, I don't know. It's been pretty, it's been pretty nice. Remember, it's funny you said mental tab because my brain just went to, you know what? If my brain was an internet page, I would probably have yeah. like 12 tabs and that would be max for me. Max. Yeah. I have like 240 something on my phone. Yeah, no, I can't even get that far. My yeah. brain holds a lot of information, but the tabs that I can actually remember and think to do and exit out of, oh, yeah. maybe 12 max. Anything after that, like I'm pushing it. Yeah. So you being able to step off, exit out of work and do what you have been doing you said it's been beautiful have you been like i remember one thing i was like yo utilize the time wisely utilizing exactly that's what i've been trying to do entirely like i came off like that's why i came to la yeah came to san diego and i hopefully be able to get on like a couple more trips before i do go back into like working one now but i was just thinking like you know this is a perfect opportunity to come out you know i've been talking about you on the podcast for a while now so it's like i know man we actually know, i finally have the time happen. yeah you know what i mean it's like I don't know. Just freeing. Just freeing. And the Very opposite free. end of the spectrum of who works. I was telling you, like, right now I've been getting up at fucking 4.50 in the morning. Yeah. Getting off at 3. Go sit in traffic for 30 minutes. Come back home. Like, that doesn't sound at any point you can even get time to create because right then and there, that's already 10 hours of my day. Yeah. Going and forth and back to work. When do you ever feel like you can get the time to sit down and be like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna make this and this and yeah. that. Like it's your brain is stuck on like, I got a girlfriend, I got a dog, I got family, I got bills to pay. So it's like you. It, I was just listening to something, and it was like the funniest thing the government fucking did was tell you there's 24 hours in a day because you sound. It sounds like a lot of time. It was also crazy. It's like tangent. How the fuck did people do this shit with kids? Like, I don't know. I was some, I, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll text my mom or my dad and be like, "Yo, I actually." I might not have agreed with everything, but so many props to you because yeah, but kids like I'm selfish now. I can't even fucking have a kid. I like I just bought the PS3 off of like oh shit I can yeah. And if I had a kid, I would not like that because I couldn't go do that. There's yeah. a lot of impulsive things I would like to do, but then I would have a kid and I would be like oh I can't do that because I have to yeah I'm make have that make sure that kid survive and be a good father. I'm not ready for that shit. That comes with maturity. I'm not there yet. And like, I'm I consider myself to be pretty fucking mature like yeah i quit my job and shit didn't have plan b whatever the fuck but i considered myself to be pretty mature and pretty responsible so it's like the think fact about that having a kid and being like i'm gonna quit my job you're gonna be like that's what i think about like making big purchases and shit like that it's like i don't have fucking diapers yeah dude, i don't have to go pay for diapers i don't have to go like buy milk formula yeah i don't have you know to go do all these things that would happen if having a child or having a kid so it's kind of like don't treat yourself, nigga. Like what? Yeah, like, I feel like that's <laughs> speaking on it and like knowing that someone probably who's like a, a parent who's probably like, yeah, like, like that kid's pretty worth all those things. Yeah. In my brain, <laughs> in, my, in my brain, my brain's like, nah, there's nah, no way. Not yet. Not nah, yet. no, there's not no yet. way. That kid's nah. definitely not worth. And like, that's the missing thing too. Out. Like I bought myself. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I, I bought myself a Gucci bag like two weeks ago. Fun purchase. Fun purchase. Why did I need a Gucci bag? I didn't need a Gucci bag. But it was just like, damn, like the fact that I can make these purchases selfishly and not have to think about, oh, I got blah, blah, blah to feed back home or I got blah, blah, blah to take care of. Like, nah, this shit's for me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because you got to buy yourself a Gucci bag and then you got to go, like, how do I flex even harder? Buy my kid a Gucci bag. Oh, fuck. But like, even being able to just come out here, like, you know, I have a turtle at home. She's fed and shit. She's taken care of. But like, 
I wouldn't be able to do, you know, these things. Tell me about yeah. it. I got a dog right here yeah. who has a fucking cone on his head. <laughs> and I'm like worried about what I have to do with him. So it's like, yeah, for sure, having responsibilities. And sometimes I think about it, sometimes like it weighs you down. Yes. But I realized I feel like lately, like after talking to my dad, who has obviously a lot of responsibilities, mm-hmm. like, older man, it's like he was complaining about his insurance and then the phone bill and then another bill. But these things were things that you really kind of are in control of. Like, you don't have to have that high bill if you don't want to. You kind of take these responsibilities, these tasks on yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't have to. You can cut down if you'd like. If you really want to, you can cut down, cut costs, things like that. But, like, I feel like a lot of the responsibilities that we that do come as age, a lot of them we do take on ourselves that we don't need to take on. You know what I mean? Well, people thought, not to get off so many tangents, but. There's a lot of things of social norms. Like you have to have a house. You have to own a house. I don't think that's necessarily true. Yeah, like there's not a at all. there's a good pro list of pros of like renting an apartment. Exactly. But we were we're always fed this is the trajectory you should be going. Exactly. And so then we buy into those things. Like I remember when I first moved out here, one of the ladies that I used to uh work underneath kinda she was like, Oh, you moved to San Diego. It's like a lot about Keeping up with the Joneses. So keeping up, having the higher end shit. Yeah. And I fell into that shit so fast. But that's my fault that I fell into that. So it's like, you can easily be like, there's some people I see all the time. And I'm like, yo, you got this beater ass car, blah, blah, blah. And the second thing goes in my mind, but they probably have a lot of money, money. in their bank account. Yeah. And they're not thinking about getting the new of the new mm-hmm. because it's not a responsibility they want to they want to upkeep exactly especially when let's just say they do have that beater yeah but that nigga has a probably has a truck at home or a nice fucking boat somewhere like some type of like nice something that like you know they conserve their money for that item instead of that vehicle to kind of look yeah some things are not that important i always think about the cars are not that important to everybody else as much we were talking about the thing with vans how small my brain went to that yeah but same thing with like Seeing on the outside is not always a good example of like a beater car, blah blah blah. That's judging a book by its cover. But like, like you're like you saying, like your dad doesn't necessarily have to have these type of bills, but we kind of want it. For, and also, the thing is, having money to say fuck you and being able to have like success to me on a general term is money if, to say fuck. Is say money <laughs> to say fuck you and yeah. being like I can go to work whenever I want until you have that. You're working to get to that point. To that point. And it's crazy because, like, it's weird because, like, I know people who are older in their 60s, late 60s, 70s, that are, like, you know, I've known them. They've been working for years, all their lives, damn near. And it's like, damn, you worked all these years up to now to, like, still not have enough money to do certain things that you want to do or to afford the things do you want to Do they live afford. in California? Or they live all no. different? I'm just only different asking. States. Yeah, different okay. states. But, like, you know. It's just like, damn, all those years, it's like, you still don't... Well, there's two, there's two reasons why that. You I know, feel like there's multiple. Like life there's, there's, most, there's multiple. There's not two. Know. There's not two. It doesn't fall yeah. under two. But let me just generalize them to two. Okay, the pension or the retirement plan didn't go as you planned. Yeah. Or... You have to take out the 401k for yeah. some shit. You know, life, life, really life, not yeah, life is not fucking linear. And or there's times where... Uh, I don't know, like, you thought that you had it. Life doesn't come with a manual. 
Doesn't and when you get advice, you always have to take it with a grain of salt. I remember keep I had this conversation so many times over the like the past since the last time I recorded this podcast. The last couple of conversations I've been having is I give you advice. When I give you advice or when we talk about something, I give you advice with the most optimistic mindset having because I didn't make it in music. My brand maybe fell through or something. But most people, if I, if I got older and I got bitter, I was like, yo, you can try music, but you're not going to make it. It's because yeah. I failed. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give you advice based off of my failure. Mm-hmm. And when someone gives someone advice, it's based off of the experiences that they have. Mm-hmm. And I realized being 21, how uh, impressionable we are at 21 yeah. or at in our early 20s. Someone who's older than us, who we we always been looking to give us guidance might not really be giving you the right advice because they might have a pessimistic or they might have failed in a certain area. Yeah, like, they're, like, I'm not saying everything they're giving you is shitty, but, like, their their way that they have, their perspective isn't so optimistic sometimes. Or they haven't experienced what you've experienced and had the opportunities that you had the opportunities. And life is very different than it was 20 years ago. Very different. Like, I think, like, my dad's an immigrant and it's like, you know, him coming here, he doesn't have a lot of life experiences that I may have had compared to what he has had. So it's like, you know, he might not understand, like, the things I do, and I might understand the way he goes about things. Yeah. But, like, you know, that's just... But I think one thing I've noticed also is that... Um, Some people, of us have to live off of survival. You do. And, and that's what, you know, moves them. Exactly. But I realize, you know, I also want to get a tattoo. Like, they aren't you. Like, yeah. I want to get that tattooed on my hand just because, like, Everyone's experiences aren't yours, and everyone else's experiences aren't, you know, they're not linear. Like yeah, everyone's, no, not everyone has had their own shares of battles or like experience in life that has brought them to where they are today. Like what's brought me here in front of you today, what's brought you here in front of me today. Like we've all had different journeys, so it's kind of hard to, you know, not advise someone on what to do, but to, you know, give someone direction at times i got upset probably like earlier today at work because i was like i'm only fucking here because i took someone's advice off for survival and it wasn't like i got upset (laughs) but i was just like i did this because the survival matter of it like i had to do it my mom always told me don't work when you have to do like don't do that like so i went one day i was like yo i could Owe this person something, I can do it off. I can pay it off by working. She was like, "But what if you don't want to go to work that day, and yeah. you have to? Yeah, try your best not to have to go to work for the next meal, for the next blah blah blah. Like, do it if you want it to, or do it for the extra money. And obviously, the life doesn't work out that easily. But mm. holy shit, like that now makes so much more sense than it ever did before. Me being in that position, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, like, I really wish. And that's the reason why going back to, like, we had that phone call, you don't have to explore the options that, like, the first, second, I think, Zine or Zine that I made, um had a quote in the beginning from a song but it was from another person who talked about it and was like in your early 20s these are the times for you to really make the risk that you should be making literally i yeah literally, that's why like me leaving my job it's like i stopped my flow of income briefly but that's a risk i'm willing to take <laughs> like 
I need to get the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Like, it's okay. I'll find another job. There's plenty of jobs. We just got out of a pandemic. Motherfuckers are hiring like fucking Yeah, whatever. we're at a, like a... Like, I'll find another job. So it's just like, that risk <clears throat> was just kind of like, you know, it might not have been the most logical to some, but hey. That's what me. I was saying. Like, people move off for survival. Like, yeah. when you were talking to me, like, I don't want to give you the perspective of, because I have to move off for survival. I have a yeah. new apartment. I have to pay for the things that fucking are in this apartment. I have to do like... It's literally me. Same same as you. Yeah, yeah. very true. Like, same as you. I was like, I first asked you, I said, well, do you have money tucked away that you don't have to worry about those things? You were like, not to put your business out there, but you're like, I'm okay right now. Yeah. So I was like, if you don't have to worry about surviving, yeah, bro, have fucking fun. Exactly. That's like, I wouldn't have even made this trip or like yeah. any trips I plan on making if I didn't have like, you know, something like tucked enough for me to be okay. Like I pay rent. So it's like that rent's got to get paid. So I have to have at least enough money for that rent to be paid. So yeah. it's like, yeah. Those like sure rule of thumbs, like, okay, don't do this until you have three months, six months like yeah. of rent put away. It's such a good... If you can do it, because I know it's not always feasible for everyone to do it, yeah. but they're so good because taking take a week off of work will change your perspective on what I wanted. What I was saying about the government was funny to make everyone think we have twenty four hours a day, yeah, because we really don't. Placebo. It's a placebo. Like time. I told. Like I remember at one time I sent in the group chat. And I'm always a person that says life is too long to be doing something. We have that door over there where we put sticky notes on. And I wrote in my yeah. bad grammar that life is too long to be watching bad TV. Um, because reality's fucking TV. Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> some people like yes. life is too short. But honestly, if you spend four hours of your day watching fucking shitty TV, I think is that's far too long. Far too I, long. Yo, I was just thinking about that today. I'm like, damn, I'm really someone like... I have to, like, I can't sit in front of TV for too long. Like, I can watch movies. I yeah. love movies. But, like, yo, watching hours and hours of TV, like, I can, but, like, I feel like that's just low-key dreadful sometimes. I don't know. Like, sitting there and watching hours and hours of TV, like, in a day where I'm just, like. I remember one time with one of my homies, we binge watch fucking Adventure Time. He came over, and I was like, what are you doing? I'm like, yo, I'm about to start front to back Adventure yeah. Time. And it wasn't like something I think he wanted to do, but got so into because it was just so like that show is good. Why did I say that? It doesn't really have anything to do with it, but like I could do it. Yeah. But like in 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 a, in a sense, like twenty four hours a day. Let's say ten of that. You're about to spend to go work for someone else. Yeah. After that, so we're at ten. You sleep for about eight, so we're at 18. I'm not really good with math. How much does that leave us with? Not much. Eight. Yeah, you exactly. You literally have mere hours to do like do what you want to do. And it's like, it's so crazy because like, it just shows you what sacrifices and like what sacrifices get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Because time, once you, once you get to a certain point, a certain age, you really realize like time is really at the essence. Time is important and like, I'm still learning this as well, but like, I don't know. It all adds up. And if you really want to do something, want to be something, like it all adds up. How much time did you put in type shit? So that 10,000 hours thing, I think is very, very true. 
there's a lot of like there's ten thousand hours I've spent on the computer, so I can help you with computer stuff. But there's not ten thousand hours I spent with making music. So yeah. it's like I can help you with certain. I think you really don't know something until you can teach it. Yeah, it's very interesting. On not to cut you off, but there's not yeah. that's very interesting just to be like okay. Um, Time is of the essence, and there's so much time in a day that you have to learn these things. Especially if you wanna, if you wanna like be a scholar of what you're learning. Yeah. Like that's I mean, not to get so off tangents, but that's no, why I think like fucking school doesn't make any sense because we're learning. Six, like okay, high school. How many different classes do you take? Like five. I don't know. Two hundred six. Six. Yeah, six different ones. Let's say, okay, we all kind of, like, I mean, my English isn't the greatest. I still have bad grammar. Sometimes I forget to put words in there, but I think that's, like, my dyslexia. Mm. If I stop taking English after high school, why should I start taking it again in college, especially if I'm not going to major in English? Yeah. Like, I it's like the same curriculum every year in yeah, a different format. At some point, it just becomes, like, writing, being able to, like, properly write certain things, papers, essays, things like that, but... But I mean, if I was learning about fucking the cardiovascular system since I was a toddler, yeah. I would shouldn't probably know that shit inside and out. Very true. Like I think like if we paid attention more about something, if, especially if you were interested in it at a young age, I think we would be all very scholar and knowledgeable of what we wanted to be into. Like at what age did you know you wanted to actually what do you really want? To do like, what is that one art field that you are kind of like looking more forward to than any other ones? Because um, you seem like you do a lot of all the stuff. I do, but hmm. audio and enge- like music. I guess yeah. music, sound design, audio engineering. Just because like I feel like that's like the first thing that's really like clicked mm-hmm. to me as far as like. I want to be able to make the the noise, the sounds, the the melodics, like all that type of stuff. That sounds pleasant to me. Like not because like you know to make it for other people, but what do I want to make or learn how to make that sounds pleasant to me at least? Um, I'm still learning. I haven't put together a full like composition of anything, but like I'm excited to go down that journey. Like yeah. I don't know what what's gonna happen. I don't know what I want to do with it. Anyways, aside from like, you know, going to school for like audio engineering, sound design, like doing movies and like working with movies and things like that. sort. But like as far as like music wise, it's kind of like wherever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever it leads you, wherever it takes yeah, you. Yeah, type of thing. Like it's not, I have no expectations for it. And it's like, I don't know, figuring that out. But secondary, I'd say photography for sure. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's just always been something that's like... Uh, came easy i can yeah. take a good photo i just I, it just comes easy i don't know to me when people say oh i don't know how to take a picture i don't know how to take a photo it's kind of strange it's like that's me it's i don't know it's like I don't know is it angle thing i think maybe just because i i pay attention to like how things are done i guess you could say and you know just knowing what and trust knowing and trusting what i think looks good and what doesn't look good like and I, things like that i saw the a Ferris wheel photo you took when you were in um, Washington. Seattle. Yeah, yeah, Seattle. Yeah. And I was like, that's a really nice photo. Yeah. But me, on the other hand, like, I think I overthink too much on how to take that photo. So it wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it doesn't need to come out the same way as yours, but it wouldn't look good as yeah. the one you made. So, like, photography, 
It's not an every fucking person's thing, yeah. but I'm definitely I fall in the category that I don't know how to take a photo. <laughs> there was I went to this party, England. and yeah, and the uh, the fucking girls were like, "Can you take a photo of us?" You know how I take photos of somebody, like a dick, like <laughs> like I just get grab the phone, click click click. Here you go, like get this shit out of I my never, hands. I literally have a smile on my face every time someone asks me to take a photo, like a, some random family or something asks me to take a photo of them, like. Gladly, like I, I, I know, I know how to take a photo. I know this photo's gonna look fire, so I'm gladly I'll take that photo for gladly you and your family. Gladly will take photos of a stranger who's doing the selfie, and yeah. like, oh, you want your family? I got you. A gr- someone coming to me and saying, "Hey, can you take?" Yeah, I'm about to give you the shittiest fucking one because <laughs> I, I, I don't want you to approach me. I want to approach you. Yeah. I don't. I approach the random fucking. Streetlights, because I love streetlights. I approach the random streetlights. Historical. Uh, pictures, kind of as I approach the random people who need a photo. Then I approach like other scenic things as if someone asked me to take a photo. I'm not good with, because uh, I just overthink those things. Yeah. I don't know. It just comes easy. Um, I don't know about exposure and all that stuff. I don't need to get too techie about I it, but either. I don't know. I, mean, I I know very minimal knowledge about exposure and things like that. Um, I've learned how to develop my own film, though. That's pretty tight. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I My ex gave me a camera some years ago, like 2017, 2018 maybe, and it's been up from there. I don't know. That it should be. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it was, Less I don't know. It's just, I, yeah, I lost that camera. But, um, yeah, it was just easy it's just you know having the eye like knowing what you know what i like you know, that's the thing with a lot of like different types of art like some things are just subjective and like as they always should be like do what you do and have confidence in it and like you know knowing it, it it's the shit and you'll be all right you know what i mean some other people might think it's the shit but like you know some people do put out trash sometimes so it's kind of like trash trash yeah. one is subjective which exactly. some things, so some things are subjective. fucking trash yeah. some things are like undeniably trash but you also got to make trash so you can get to the point where you know it's not. Like, I remember yeah. my first couple beats and my first couple, like, ideas. Like, the magazine, the first magazine I show you wasn't the world's greatest. The second one got better. The third one was on a different route. Oh, so you... So it's like, I can tell, like, okay, later on, I was starting to understand how it was starting to work. Yeah. Huh. Oh, shit. Same thing with beats. I would I would make them and go, okay, I'm starting to understand where I'm getting at with this musical idea that I have in my head. It's really... Trend- See, the thing, I don't get super, super mad at people who really take it serious because it's translating something you think is magical in your head exactly. to the real world with the knowledge that you have on that platform of how to do it. It's not that easy all the time. It's not, sound design and audio in general is not fucking easy. No. Like seeing those classes, like literally being so like intimidated, like, yo, this shit is shit. It's kind of, it's kind of nuts. Think, like it's a lot. Do you think you need to be obsessed with something to fully do it? Are you, are you fully obsessed with like audio engineering and sound design? Are you just very interested very in interested. that keeps you going? It's, I wouldn't even say it keeps me going because it's just something I'm very interested in. And if it's anything I'd rather be doing, learning, working on, it'd be that. Okay. You know what I mean? That type of thing. But as far I have many interests, but like that's just like one thing that's like 
it's always just been there that I've been intrigued to. Like, you know how they say, like, oh, like, what's something from, you know, you being a kid or things like that that, like, stood out to you that you noticed that you were, like, mm-hmm. really in tune with or, like, had a keen eye of or, like, you know, music. It's like Music it's for like, me, sh- for sure, Pharrell Beats always was, like, the craziest things. Like, especially, I can all, I will always think back to the time where, how, can I have it like that with Gwen Stefani? That, dun, dun. I don't remember that song whatsoever. No way. <laughs> doom, 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 Maybe Pharrell's doom, voice, doom, like, doom. can I have it like that? Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, I remember how like, spectacular, how big that was. And that made me start to think, wait a second. Yeah. How the fuck did the musical side of this start to become? And then I started listening to all of them. Wait a second. But then I also remember like thinking of the people who on BET were fake. I thought Fifty Cent was like a real, wasn't a real person. I remember all that shit. Like, that. like <laughs> as a kid, I would think people on TV weren't real people. Cause I'm watching you watch cartoons, you know that's not real. I'm yeah. watching BET. I think as a version of a cartoon almost. Like I didn't think Fifty Cent was an actual like those people. You don't go out and you don't go see them. Yeah. But then as I got older, I'm like, wait a second, these are real people who just have a. A vast status. like yeah, like a status that like you don't reach that you can't really reach them. Like they're they're celebrities. Like those yeah. are two different like people. But damn, you make yourself a second class person. <laughs> yeah, <I don't, laughs> and as a kid, you will start to get to understand what classism is. Well, yeah. I get, maybe as for me, I was thinking about that shit. And as I got older, I started thinking like, oh, okay, these are like very different. Yeah, but they're still one of us. Certain things occupy your brain more than others, though. Like, I feel like, you know, growing up as a black male, I'm sure you got a lot of real-world knowledge-ish, in a way. Well, I think the first thing that we're taught is survival tactics. <laughs> yeah. Survival so, tactics and then be a kid. Like, yeah, I wasn't able to be a kid for a very long time. I think, I mean, I definitely was, gratefully enough, I'm able to say that. But I, it's just she just taught things. Like, I remember my mom sitting, like, me and all my siblings down, like, making us watch Roots through and through you know what I mean? Never think, fucking seen it. Think, you've never <laughs> seen Roots? No. no oh no. my god, no. <laughs> that's no. crazy. Yo, you know what's kind of fucked up? I remember when I was in high school. Yo, we had to watch Roots in class. And that shit was, that shit was so mad, so, fucking yo. awkward. Yeah, that's weird. and like they were like, it's crazy because life works in mysterious ways. Uh, it's like these, this girl called me Kunta Kinte, and like it's crazy. See, like, I wouldn't want that. To you know, like I it's would, just like would, whoa, like. I'm not going to press you because you don't know the kind of weight that holds, but like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like, I sometimes think like, yo, the people who put this in the, cr- like, one part of me. It's definitely important though because, yo, there's someone, I know a, a couple women who didn't know slavery, not even that they didn't know, they didn't know slavery was like real until they got to college. College. We'll see, this is what I was going to say. College. It's crazy because like... Critical race theory being taken out isn't like a crazy idea for me uh, because some part of it is like I I know what they teach us in school isn't like full on what it was like. And they're giving weird. you a very watered down version. So it's like this is not even... They're giving you... if it's, I wouldn't even say critical. I would say like summarized mm-hmm. race theory. Yeah. Like... Hey, it's not critical because there's not much thinking behind it as no, far as not like, at all. You know, so it's like we're just gonna tell you like what happened we, we and ha- this happened, happened and, and we're not gonna we're not point. gonna discuss what's right and wrong. But hey, we're no. gonna teach you what happened. It's kind of like teaching in a way a class that like hey, like you know, black people 
we're second class citizens. We're not going to teach you. I mean, I want to say that we weren't taught that was wrong. I mean, obviously, I I knew different we knew from the class. It was so wrong. it's like, yeah. But I don't know. I I can't remember. We had tests on it and shit. But like, don't get me wrong. I we knew what the fuck was up. Yeah. But like, it, I don't think we were like taught. Like there wasn't. The class wasn't taught like, oh, what was right, what was wrong. It was just history class. Like that's what happened, and that's that. Like it wasn't like, oh, this is wrong. This is you know, we just this is this is the movie we watched. This is what happened in history. Here, take this test on it. That's it. You know what I mean? Like I went to my elementary school, middle school was predominantly white and maybe a couple Mexican. I was the only black eighth grader male that graduated from my school. Black, yeah. Black, like Eighth male. Grade? Where'd you go? Uh, Southport, which is in West Sacramento. Oh, cool. And uh, we saw each other's race, but never spoke on it. Yeah. Because you don't think about that. And then we got into high sometimes. school, or I would get out because I went to the skate park. I'll say that when I got to the skate park, it was very different. You had white kids using the hard R to Jeez. other white kids, not to me. So they knew. That it was an offensive word because they apologized, but they were like, but we don't think of you guys yeah. when we say it. We're thinking of my other homie that's white. We're just using, they were using it like if I called you my nigga. They were like, oh, you fucking idiot nigga. To another white kid. And it was wow. like baffling, but it's at that age of that immaturity of us growing up on Xbox Live thinking, oh, shit. Uh, you know, like the what you hear in the, the parties, like yeah. that. Lo- the toxic you, lobbies. Yeah, 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 exactly. The toxic lobbies that you, like, <laughs> skews your brain because you're thinking, this is normal. You desensitize. In high school, they don't tell you about, and I mean, not even high school, in the classes, they don't tell you about the word of the n-word of like stuff like they don't get into that they go with jim crow laws segregation slavery for a little bit now we have a black president be happy about that we have changed they don't talk about the little things yeah. and you know they stripped you away from all your knowledge of Identity. we'll see the thing is this is your first, first generation, generation yeah. from where nigeria you have knowledge of where you came from and before that. I couldn't tell you what fucking yeah. part. And that's crazy. Have you ever been back to Nigeria? Yeah, I went back in 2016. And it's crazy because, like, I don't know. It's weird because, like, I've had black kids, like, be like, oh, like, you're African. You're not black. You're African. Things like that. And I'm like, nigga, you're African, too. Like, yeah. you just don't know where but, you're from. But the thing is, we think we're more American than anything. It's weird. And it's like, I'd rather be African than be American because it's like, nigga, I know where I come from. Do you? Like, I always well, felt see, like that's what I was different because, like, I know, I know, I can, I know where the mm-hmm. homeland is. I have direct roots to that homeland, like. Where the fuck can you go if push comes to shove? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? What, where can you go travel to with your family on vacations to your rooted, you know, yeah. ground? You I, know go to, I, mean? I go to Oakland. Yeah. I go Which to is Malaya. cool. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, you can't go. You know what I mean? So it's Yeah, like, no, we know. we go to Africa. We go to wherever like touristy part is yeah. because we don't know where to go. So yeah, but with that being home. said, yeah, like that. And that almost kind of like even segregates us then because... We, whoever those kids are, had a very quick, brief knowledge of we're two different. Yeah. Sort of like, but oh, you're Jamaican. You're not African American. You're Jamaican. That's a different. <laughs> this is a different island. It's just like ignorance. Yeah, too. exactly. It's, like it's ignorance. a lot of ignorance. But once they strip you away from 
who you are, it's easy. It causes confusion. Cause confusion, not know who you are, and make you into what they want you to be. So, like, I didn't know you were first generation. Mm. I read your last name, and I was like, that's a wonderful last name. But I have a last name as Clay. Mm. Clay is a very American last name. Say your last name one more time. Njaku? Clay. I mean, those are two different Clay is a last name that I don't hear too commonly either, so. But. Clay is a slave's master. Like, I remember I had to just, I told this to one of my fucking coworkers in construction, and they were like, so, because everyone goes, Pierre, like, wh- why that name? You're French? No, I'm not French. My uh, nephew's name is Kier. Really? Yeah. See, and I think, like, African Americans, we love play on, like, you might find many African women who name are Asia, but don't have, a, you know, they're not yeah. Asian at all. We, for whatever reason, we, especially African American, we gravitate to other cultures that's not ours. We, gra- yes, we, we, we build. That's one thing I will say about African Americans that we build upon each other. And, oh man, I'm a Kanye West fan. But they killed him for saying things like that. Like, what is our culture? Our culture is building upon other little cultures and making it ours because they stripped everything away from us. Mm-hmm. African Americans had to make their culture roughly 300 years ago. So it's like, that's a brand new idea. Mm. We just threw our swag on it and, be, and make it ours. My name is Pierre, which comes from French, Creole, that background, right? Yeah. The, so I explained to him, like, Pierre was my birth given name from my family, but Clay is a slave master's last name. And they're like, huh? And it slowly, slowly started getting to their head. Like, oh, wait. You don't know how you got your last name. You don't yeah. even know where you come from. That's fucking crazy. You know I can go back home. Yeah. These are my family members. Mm-hmm. And my last name is my last name because it means such and such. Let's yeah. say it means royalty from where you're from. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. that's, I don't know. That's a very, you it's know, very, empowering. very empowering. And when they take that away from you, that shit is insane. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But it's, mm. Yeah, it's just one of those things that, like, I don't know. I've always known that and been grateful that, you know, my dad is where he's from and whatnot. Yeah. So my mom, my mom's actually from Oakland. She's just African-American. So okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, but I'm, I've always been, like, kind of proud and, like, you know, happy to know that, like, you know, I have roots, family, like, from somewhere other than here. It's, like, especially now, like, a lot, like, as you get older, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, like, people fucking hate America. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm not national. I'm not, oh a, I'm God. not, I, you're not a nationalist, but I'm like, not you know. a nationalist, but I understand when people are. Yeah. Because it's not a bad, it's, there's one country that people will make you feel like it's bad to like is America. Yeah. And there's great things about living here, and there's also bad things terrible about living thing. here. Very so terrible. it's like, if I told you, hey, uh, I got you a flight to move back to Nigeria. You probably be kind of hesitant because you're like, everything I know is here, here but yeah. you also like the comfort of being here. Yeah. And the same thing for me. I don't know much about Africa. I would like to know more. I would like to go t- take a trip back. I know that's funny because the, my mom, like I said, she's the pastor. We used to uh, go to this all African church. And they would tell us little things about it and stuff like that. And it's funny because we were like the white people learning about fucking Africa. We were like, whoa, it's like this. There's still like so that. much that I, I don't know of Africa, though. It's kind of crazy. But it's just, you know, it comes with like living here and growing up here. Geogra- I mean, geography in general is like, it's a lot. Ge- geography a lot. is also propaganda. How they tell you how small Africa is compared to everywhere else. Like our map is a 
propaganda map until you find out. You have to look up a different map to find out the close to actual sizes of Africa. Not even of Africa, like South America. America is actually tinier than what they put on the map and stuff like this. This is not even like conspiracy theory things. These it's are like just facts. factual. Of like our map is designed from someone to make us look more important and look mm. designed as more important. Some things are smaller and set to scale differently just off of importance. Yeah. Same thing. Like I mean, when I found out our north and south poles flip every so many years so what we think is north pole is actually south pole and what we think is south pole is north pole it's just, there's so many things that were taught for so long after a while that has become normal if i gave you the map to the actual design of our world you'd probably be like this looks a little bit different because america's not that big or uh russia is not that big but then you see it and you travel world or travel around you can't really see it but they tell you the on the map who's significantly significantly more important based off size. Yeah, simple yeah. as that. So I don't know. That was a whole different thing, Tangent. but yeah, like <laughs> that's very interesting. Yeah, but yeah, being first generation here, um, it's been it's been lovely. I mean, I'm enjoying myself. I but think. you kind of have like the I won't say best of both worlds because no one's better than the other. Yeah, but like being African American. Having a mom from Oakland, I don't know how your mom is, but anyone from Oakland I know has a pretty well round. Like being from Oakland has a lot of black political background, mm-hmm. Black Panther Party, yeah. uh, free lunch, mm-hmm. Pee Wee Newton. You had a lot of uh, I won't say riots, but you have had a lot of revolutionary things happen in Oakland. It has yeah. such a real rich history within black people. Yeah. Then having someone from Nigeria that has a lot of history from African people. I don't want to separate the two, yeah. but but the two more root, scales, one more know? rooted in another place than the other. Mm-hmm. You have such a like well rounded yeah. like idea of like my life and your dad's life because mm-hmm. we come from way too different like but like I don't know that's very shit I didn't know that but that's a very interesting thing. And there's a lot of people, like I still said, like there's some people who think of us like as aliens yeah. and shit like that, which yeah. is crazy <laughs> because, bro, I, I bleed red, you bleed red, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. hated by somebody, you're probably hated by somebody. Literally. We just get hated on yeah. a little bit more. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, growing up, a lot of my friends up to today, a lot of my close friends are all first generation. I'm really proud of that, actually. Yeah. Like, you know? Oh, that's tight. It's something to be really proud, proud of. I think it's just, you know being around a bunch of first-generation kids, you know, and, like, our parents came here. They were all immigrants. Mm-hmm. They came here, and, you know, kind of built something for us to be here together while we're all first-generation. And it's nice to, like, know, like, you know, a lot of my first-generation friends, like, you know, we're all doing something. You know what I mean? Like, in some shape, You guys are way, definitely building upon... proud. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cause building like, upon what you, their parents... Like, for me, like, you guys are building upon what your parents had the idea mm-hmm. of for us was more or less we're still catching up from the parents of before my parents yeah. and my cuz of the yeah. struggles of us coming from this more slave uh background yeah. of catching up having the fucking short end of the stick the shit yeah. in the stick crack coming in our communities and stuff yeah. like we still have to recover from that 
compared to having like knowing where you came from is such a big, big thing. People undermined it, but knowing where you came from and where you're gonna go. It com- it allows you to have a completely different hustle. I guarantee, like, my mom has always told me, like, you know, she's glad she has a man like my dad because that hustle comes, like, it's a lot different than a lot of And to me, that here. means a lot you know because I mean? that Bay Area hustle is like no other. You and especially have being around three different and, jobs. Especially being around, like, you know, certain dudes back then, you know, that are just, you know, not af- just African-American dudes back then or African-American dudes in general. It's just in a way, like, you know, she... She's seen how that was. Yeah. You know what I mean, she's experienced that. Like, as far as like, you know, a lot of dudes aren't doing much. Or like, you know, a lot of dudes don't have that hustle in them or like that. Let's go get them, go get it type thing. Like, I got a mission to, you know what I mean? To yeah. Make. So it's like, she like loved that about him that, you know, he had, he had an objective and that he wanted to complete that yeah, objective. Yeah, he came and, over here to fucking, to conquer something. He's yeah. like, I'm going to do to it. Do it. Like that drive it. right there. Yeah, it's a crazy. different level. Because just to be like, I'm going over there yeah. is one objective, and now I'm here. I'm going to conquer the other one. Is fucking crazy, yeah. but and it's kind of crazy because like I don't know. I get told that I'm a lot like my father and whatnot, but like I know like you know I do. I feel like I catch myself slipping as far as like you know I do have my objectives. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to get to them. I know I'm going to accomplish them, but like I know there there are a, little, there are a couple barriers. Not couple even, hurdles, not even barriers. There. Little hurdles that come yeah. about. You know, you gotta jump. Forget me. You know, I know my hurdles. Are, I mean. Don't get me wrong, not to compare our hurdles, but actually to compare them because, you yeah. know, coming here as an immigrant, not knowing English, you know, certain things happening to him as an immigrant, being here, being new here, that, like, you know, I didn't have to experience because, you know, I don't have those struggles. A lot of demonstration as an immigrant. Exactly. A so lot of discrimination, demonstration as an African-American man or African male. Yeah. African yeah, immigrant. Alone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that accent like, is probably real crazy. nice and strong. Yeah, so it's like, nice and strong. <laughs> they hear that shit. Uh, like what that. they even think of um, African American going, uh, what is the fucking, you know, it's actually it's crazy that I'm not, I'm blanking out on how they would do it, but like don't, the clicks yeah, and shit yeah, like that. Clicks. Yeah, or that like, are we yeah. speaking tongue? Are we speaking like a word, crazy ass like noises, like drum noise? I don't know, it's weird shit. We yeah. speak in, it's like damn near like, oh, they make it seem like we speak in sound. Like we yeah. speak in like, instruments like what <laughs> like i don't know but like it's crazy because like i don't know i've been to a lot of places i met a lot of people from different countries and shit yeah. like that and like yo, a lot of languages sound kind of fucking crazy language itself is a crazy fucking concept if you think about it like i just watched this movie on netflix called the the professor and the madman i think it's called okay. on netflix you have to watch that at that to peace movie club really good about this guy who creates the oxford dictionary Okay, with this, I'm interested. Uh, Chris is uh, the Oxford Dictionary alongside this schizophrenic madman mm-hmm. who murdered someone who he thought was coming to kill him. I kind of just spoiled the movie, which I'm fucking talk, but it's still yeah. so much, so much in depth. But yeah, um, really good. Language is a crazy thing. And just seeing how like they even created like, you know, a book for the English language or like for other languages in general is just kind of. You know. And we're gonna define this because yeah. this means something. Yeah, like and chair. It was I mean, insane. chair is a bad one, but like anything, any love, word. Yeah. not really having a great definition the to origin, it because it's like adjective noun mm-hmm. things like it was. But like just in the root of it all, it's just insane. You gotta watch it. Yeah. It's really interesting. I like that. But um, back to like language. Yeah, language is a crazy thing. But um, yeah, being first generation here, you know, it's I don't know. We all. It's just crazy because, like, we're really all out here getting, at least all my friends that are first generation, like, we all have our ups, have our downs. We're really all out here trying to get it, like, in one way or another. Like, I feel like it's just kind of like we have 
we have our American laziness. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but we do have like our drive that has been instilled in us from our parents. Do you and, think? Like, you know, because this is one of my questions. Do you think having the friends you have and like your friends having similar goals and similar ideas really help with you what you want in the future? Oh, of course, keeping like minded, you know, like minded mm-hmm. people around me is definitely important because I don't know. I feel like in a way, it allows you to feel not so crazy. Not so outlandish, not so strange, because there's other people who want what you want, just probably a little bit differently or entirely differently. But at least you guys know you guys are on the same like planet together. You know what I mean? Like, I think. I don't know, I'm still figuring out what planet I'd like to travel to, but like I feel like people who think like me know that, okay, we're shooting for something higher than like what is regular or what, what's around us. We want something different, you know? And when, in one type of way or another, like, a lot of my friends um, closer to me or, like, not as closer to me, like, that are first generation or not even, like, we just all have goals. I keep goal-oriented people around me. I feel like I've always kind of had a good balance of and a good surplus amount of people mm-hmm. who, you know, strive for things, strive for um, difference, strive for things that aren't the regular around them type of thing. And I do have some friends, you know, who kind of just want regular, which is cool. You know what I mean? But I think for the most part, it's just nice to have people who think like me, a community of people who think just like me or like, I don't know, just want something else. Yeah, speaking of like planets, like I always think, because I didn't really have like-minded, I had some of them, but I'd be like, yo, we're not on the same, we're on the same we're in the same universe, but our planets are like six planets away. Yeah. Like, yes, we want to do music, but what you wanted to do music, it was not what I was fucking with. So it was like I would just dip and stuff like that. I couldn't sit and be like, I'm forcing myself because I knew what I could learn out of this would yeah. work. I'm like, if I'm not fucking with what the product is, I'm not staying here for yeah, it. You never should. But it made me stay on my planet alone for so long that like when i get a visitor and this is like analogy speaking like you where it's like oh it makes this kind of nice because like i once again i'm not that crazy because i have an idea but being on the planet and the universe and then having to like basically leave my planet and join the planet of more survival and nine to five and typical things there's this movie called uh, brother, uh, A Brother from Another Planet. It's about a black man who's an alien that comes from another planet who feels like that lonerism of not... It's it's really a movie about like being black on, on in America. Yeah. But he lands in, I think, like some parts of New York and he just finds out how um, different they treat him. Yeah. And... This one's more race one, but if I were to make one, it's just about being like who you are, trying to stay true to who you are. Uh, people fucked with me in high school because I was always me. Yeah. But no one fucked with the same stuff I did. So it made it very difficult to like fool, like, yo, I want to just focus on such and such today. No, we wanted to just get high because that's what we wanted to do right now. Yeah. All right, well, I'm kicking it with you guys because you're my best friends. But, like, what if we wrote a little bit about, like, 
TV or what if we like fucking thought about opening up like I'm not saying open up a restaurant we were only teenagers but we started yeah. making music or we started doing this or we started drawing or we started doing blah 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 I guess I love hearing about the little stories about before like Cartoon Network was Cartoon like it was a origin group of story. friends origin like stories. origin stories like yeah. of my group of friends like for like for you Origin stories are always the most <clears throat> inspiring. That's why. Because you know they started from somewhere. It's yeah. just like with any artist, like musician or anything like that. Like you love to know, you love a good origin story. Like they came from, you know, un- or underdog story even. Like, you know, they came from blah, blah, blah. Had to work their way up to do blah, blah, blah. Now they're blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, love a good origin story. And I feel like that's why things do have origin stories. Because it's just the most inspiring aspect of the story. is yeah. how they started. I'm going to ask you one last question and then I'll call it uh, good call on the podcast. Uh, oh, you got some? Uh, oh, no, no. Just, oh. just typical ones. If you got anything oh, I have you want to talk about. We can shoot this shit for a cool minute. I yeah. don't know how long we're running so far, but. We're still good on time. Gotcha. I have one last question I'm going to ask you for me personally, and then we can talk about anything else. Yeah. Uh, time, putting a time limit on the things you need to do. How, oh, shit. How productive do you think that is? Putting a time on things like I'm, I have to get this done on this date. Yo, I'm someone who I can make a a to do list with ten different fucking tasks, knock all them shits out, and still procrastinate on other shit I need to do. It's weird. Like I'm very productive, very on the move, but like I still procrastinate. All right. I it's like sometimes it's like damn, I'll never catch up. (laughs) But I don't know. Um, Putting a time on things. Life never feels right when you don't have anything on that to do list. It doesn't. It makes you kind of feel like, what the fuck am I doing? But then again, like, sometimes I need to not make a to-do list or have shit to do in the day to at least feel a little bit human. I feel like I'm someone who can always be on the run, always moving, always productive, but like, yo, when do I sit down to breathe? Mm-hmm. It's like, kind of like, that mindset of like, having to be on go, which I love being on go, but sometimes I realize like, nigga, you need to sit down and like, you know, rest. Enjoy life, bro. Rest. Like, I'm enjoying life while I'm on the go, don't get me wrong. But, but like, yeah, rest too. It's like rest mm-hmm. and like being able to catch up on sleep and like being able to like, you know, just turn my brain off for a second or like, you know, pause, take a second, be here, stretch a little bit, like, you know, be present for a moment, you know, or be still. Be still. That's what's yeah. really big. Like being still. I feel like the only time I ever feel like I'm still is when I'm going to sleep, <laughs> which is... I don't know. But we live in yeah. almost like a life where it's like if it's long, like you be still or you rest for long enough. It might pass you by. It might pass you by. That window of opportunity is closed now. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, I don't know. That's the reason why, like, now I kind of have a more of an appreciation of the stuff that I do and the time that I take on the things that I do because I never want to feel like that window of opportunity closes and it never opens up. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a... I don't have a, 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 like a microwave style of genre of anything. Like something I'm doing, it should be timeless. Yeah. It shouldn't close up because there's never a chance. Like I could put this out in five years and it should still resonate in five years. All the podcasts that I made shouldn't have time steps on them. They shouldn't have like, oh, okay, this is only really important in this year of your life, or this is only important in 2021. Like I want every single thing that I do where you can like look at it from different perspectives at any different time. Like it still resonates no matter what. 
Yeah. But also with things like that, you know, things change. Perspective change. Time changes. So it's kind of like, you know, some things just can't stay relevant. Oh, yeah, for sure. But like resonate. Well, no, certain things do resonate eternally, I feel like. Of course. But, you know, some things are only relevant during a certain period of time. Things like that. Um, I remember you had asked me... um, Sometimes it's funny whenever someone's more organized yeah. than uh, on a yeah. podcast than I am. Yeah, I had to write these shits down because, you know, I mean, I didn't go script to script, but, you know, at least the questions mm-hmm. are positive. Yes, I think be prepared for. Um, is, it po- oh, no, is it important to stick to one art form? I think that was what we were talking about earlier being like, you know. I kind of learned after a while doing a podcast how to merge all my questions. If I don't say anything about them, I can find a way. I'll look down and I'll mm. read them. I'll be like, I don't know. Just throw that, that in there. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. I don't know. Um, I have questions for you, though, I guess. Uh, shit. What's been going on with you? I mean, this is my first time meeting you and shit. And, like, you know, as far as, like, what are three things you're grateful for? What are three things that work? What are three things that don't work at the moment in your life? What are things, three things that work and what are three things that don't work? That's a good question, honestly. Three things that work, honestly, is this fucking light that's on. And I'm really proud for that. My phone working and I'm able to reach out to people. Um, yeah. Uh, my fucking organs, my body. That's something I'm always... I'm, I might be in pain, but I'm very thankful to wake up. Yeah. Very thankful to wake up because... Not in the sense of like I'm happy, just like happy-go-lucky about life, but I'm happy to be here because I'm able to do the things and find out what I got going on for the next day or for the next couple hours I'm alive. Like mm-hmm. I have something to kind of look forward to. Like I'm in a, I'm in the trenches and I'm looking forward to getting out. So it kind of makes <laughs> me a little bit more. When I wake up, I might get a little bit somber, but I'm like, uh, there's gonna be a light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm just kind of looking more forward to that. Mm-hmm. Three things that don't work. My phone because I might not reach out. <laughs> uh, oh shit! My computer for a little bit it stopped working. I had to take it into Apple. So thanks to Apple, they fixed that shit. And my bank account that shit is not working right it's now. It's not working right now. No, it is, but I wish it wasn't. Yeah. I wish it was froze up or some shit you like know what? that. It's it's crazy because I'm glad. We're on that universal scale of, scale of being broke. It's kind of okay right now. We're at that age. Of yeah, being, no. You know I was, I mean? The like, funny thing is, I was on the phone with my mom. Like, honestly, I'd be stressed about certain money things. But I'm like, this is probably what a lot of twenty year one year olds go through. Like, and I, not, and I started thinking to myself, like, bro, you are not that much different than anybody. Can you count else. rich? How many rich twenty one year olds do you five rich twenty one olds on your hand? Can you count them? That you no, that you know personally. I don't know, not fucking exactly. one. Exactly. So it's like I don't know. I'd be thinking about that. It's like, damn, I really shouldn't be getting too caught up because like maybe one that that are that's rich right now that you personally know. Well, if we define rich, well, okay, very true. We'll have uh, a good sum of wealth in their bank account. Well, depends what you consider a good sum of wealth. Because I know someone with forty bands in accounts in right now, but like that's for their school fees and shit. You know? I, I have a friend who bought one of the uh, NFTs that is definitely probably like a house payment or a full on house. If they bought one that was worth the full mm-hmm. house payment? Yeah. Really good guy. And uh, that's probably Pretty one person. Tight. Yeah. So it was like, that's the only one person I can say. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Quentin. 
Yeah, uh, my shout outs too. Uh, shout out to my nigga AB. Uh, shout out to there Bell. we go. Shout out to Bossa. You know, shout out to Moses. I appreciate you niggas. Let me stay on your couch. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, you too. Love you, Michelle. Uh, I definitely would like to reach out to because I I'm fascinated I, for more on uh, for family and friends. Michelle's our man. She you would have never guessed Superwoman was Vietnamese. Like you would never have guessed. Yeah, yeah. Super, yeah. Superwoman is definitely Vietnamese. It's crazy. I it's fuck insane. with that. And it's like, I don't know. It's, I have a number. I have what? One, Chris, Michelle. I think there's like five women in my life that I like look and like look, not look, like look up to, but mm-hmm. like are, have so much endearment for because they are literally like the embodiment of what a superwoman should be not should be but like or is i know like, what you, you know, mean girl boss yeah. type shit you yeah, know what i mean like mean, it's, yeah and it's nice to see that because like i don't know we live in a time where a lot of and such when yeah, your friends are like yeah. that's really fucking it's, like it, that's it's, i love it it's, i love it i want it's my it's, big homies live, are women a lot of my big homies are women yeah and know. you know the funny thing is we live in a time where everything's so like walking on eggshells like we were afraid to say something because you're like oh i don't want that to come off yeah. as wrong i understand what you mean because it's like it's not like that women can't do it, but for a woman to be my superhero as a man, yeah. that's even bigger to me because it's like, you blow my mind. You're a woman, and we're told for so long, yeah. you're supposed to idolize. As a man, you got to be macho. You got to idolize yourself. Yeah. You got to be the yeah. wrestler, the best of the best, right? Mm-hmm. But no, like the woman that I look up to is my superhero. Yeah, that's it's tight. Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's tight. It's, it's, it's definitely like... Like, damn, it's nice. Cause like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a male. I'm hmm. Besides my fucking father. Yeah. I don't know any, uh, I don't know any males kind of like moving how she's moving in the way she is and the way she carries herself. I guess you could say it's like, it's admirable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know any niggas that, I mean, I do know a couple, but like, not like, not in that yeah. specific light. I don't know. It's strange. But um, no, that's big sis. Uh, I think I appreciate having, because I do have an older sister already, but I do appreciate having like, you know, I have two, uh, Chris and um, Michelle. Those are two, like both my big sisters. Just because like, I don't know, they're, they just give me so much game in life that I feel like, you know, at least on the opposite spectrum of like, a male can give you, but they can't give you in the way they're giving it to you. Just with certain things. But also it's like, I don't know. What the fuck is I going with that? Uh, no, I, 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 like I said, I kind of uh, get what you're saying. Like, you know, just them being a woman and someone's most, for the most part, gentler and more. We root for the underdogs as humans. Yeah. Women are most times saw, like put down. Oh, yeah. So them being our superheroes, yeah. one it's something that we feel the need to even explain and have a tangent for, which mm. is crazy. But them also normally being the underdogs makes you root for them even more. And right. when you see them do something crazy, it's like tight. Not because they're not capable of doing it, yeah. but because you we're, see them doing we're, it. We see them doing it and we were told for so long, yeah. you're in a box. 
You should be doing this. Yeah. You broke through those boxes. Mm-hmm. You're not what they're saying you are. You are better than that. You're 10 times better than that. You are a fucking superhero. So, yeah. no, nah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's sometimes hard to put it in words. Definitely. But, no, nah, I get but you, like, dog. Yeah, just, you know, admiration and love from over there type shit. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just really grateful. Like, sometimes I feel like I feel like the most grateful when I'm driving. It's kind of weird. I love driving. That's that I, uh time where you get driving. to kind of just sit there and reflect. Reflect, and you, I know I'm going to a different destination and shit, so it's just like I'm moving as well as thinking, as well as like traveling time in a way. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I love, say this I all the time. Uh, the great RZA uh, one time said that reflection sometimes is better than prayer. Valid. And I think that is like a really good point. I don't really have much else to say. <laughs> I feel like there's so much. Like, there's so know. much that I think we can say with each other. Yeah. I don't know if I have so much else to say on this oh, microphone God. and to tell other people other than to be kind to yourself. We are going through something called life and it's not linear not and it's all. not something that you have a manual to. So at the end of the day, you it's not something to play to with either. Yeah. Also, your shirt real quick. Um, describe your shirt real quick because... Holy fuck. It's a, it's a single to a man I trust song. Ah. And uh, it's the cover art to it. And I'm, as I'm looking, even when I bought the shirt, it wasn't the, the print was never super vibrant. So yeah. you always have to kind of really look into it to yeah. know. It's, it reminds me of like the, it gives me early 2000 print shirts <laughs> where it's like you got it done at the mall. Yeah. And it's just a graphic, but it's a lot going on. I don't remember what single it is. Uh, that is like, actually the Lucky Sue uh, yes. t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. um... Yeah, I have these niggas tattooed on my... Li- like, yeah. you, know, you know how everyone has, like, a staple band in their life type yeah. thing? You know what I mean? Okay. I, I think growing... Because my sister listens to a lot of Linkin Park. She listens mm-hmm. to a lot of, like, you know, alternative rock music and shit like that. But I feel like, you know, people have, like, that staple band in their lives. At least back then they did. I no, like, I think you know, everyone still does. Like for me, mine is Yves Tumor. Uh, for Tumor? sure. Like ben? I, yeah, like yeah. Oh no, ma- mm. there's so many of them. Yeah. Well, sh- like it depends because Sade was a band. Really? Uh, she yeah, was, she was yeah. just a, she was a lead singer. Everyone knows her, but she's a band. Yeah. You got Queen. You got Pink Floyd. I love Pink Floyd. But like of my uh, of our time of our time you know I mean? of our time, like we're living through. Like they're dropping music now and shit. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how to explain it. Tori Ma. Or Eve's Tumor. Uh, I think I'm gonna probably lean. Well, those more. are well. Okay, those aren't really. They're not bands necessarily. You know, well, like, you want to talk about they're like artists, band? but I'm talking like band, band, like group. Like you know what I mean, a group. Like on the this. We'll see. If you don't have one, it's okay. Don't even. Don't if if you're, if I'm thinking of man I trust, I think of the lead singer, a drummer. And a guitarist, a mm-hmm. bassist. You're talking mm-hmm. about a full-on band. Well, they have all that though. So that's. But no, that's I'm good. asking you. That's the that's the reason why well, you're saying them. Those are the guidelines. Yeah. Okay. Th- those, that's the that's box. The, that's, that's the box we put the in. Box. Then yeah. yeah, it is a little bit harder for me to put that in gotcha. there because. They're great fucking. I think that's the only one. Yves Tumor is uh, because they have. I would think they would have all of those things. It's not just like a front man that kind of like air changes people out. Uh, Alabama Shakes being another one, but
but they stopped making music in the last couple years. But Alabama Shakes is someone I can go, or not someone, a band that I can go back to and listen to and be in. Or Bad, Bad, Not Good. Bad, Bad, there's, Not Good. There's a couple bands out there that I can like be like, holy shit. But there's a lot of... Now, the band is the the producer, like Knowledge. I'm a, yeah. I am listen to Knowledge uh, mixtapes, or not mixtapes, but album beat tapes or whatever you want to call them. Knowledge goes crazy. Yeah, like... I think last year they were probably the most played thing on, and I was surprised. But then I listened to it, and I'm like, I'm not surprised. Yeah, this shit's crazy. Hard. hard. This shit's crazy. Is knowledge a whole band? Or is he just a single individual? Knowledge, knowledge is just the producer. Just, uh, you will hear him on some like so many different. Songs. Oh, he's on a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, you got no worries with him and Anderson Pack, seen, which oh, yeah. is one of the most popular projects I think he's done. And then you just have him doing his little, you know, sending out beats to certain people. But yeah. listening to him and like. That nigga put Alchemist on game. Alchemist like Alchemist is like OG. Yeah, exactly. He's like, and he would tell he, Alchemist admits it. Like yeah. Alchemist was like, yeah, knowledge for sure. Putting it on game, especially with Bandcamp. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, like you can always put your OGs on. Yeah. You always okay. Last thing you know, is, remain you, a student. Always remaining a student. You know, always remaining a student. And yeah, never, never being afraid to learn. Yeah, and I, never feeling too. You can always. There's always a person who thinks they know too much. Mm-hmm. And a person who doesn't know enough, mm-hmm. you want to remain in that gray area. Exactly. Of- I'm just being like, okay, show me something. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. be, teach me something. Because, like, one thing I've noticed, at least, with, like, you know, a lot of my elders sometimes, like, they're interchangeable. Like, you can't tell them nothing. They, like, they 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 refuse to be taught sometimes, you know? Or if they you do teach them, they, like, they they resist. They're like, children. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you resisting being taught something that... You know, it's necessary to be taught. Like, it's not, it's not like I'm teaching you bullshit. You know what I mean? It's just like, you, know, you got to go with the times too, bro. Yeah. We all got to adapt or you get left behind. So Facts. if you don't want to adapt, hey. you kind of get stuck. Uh, Maybe like that old rapper who just tries to hop on new beats, sounding like that old rapper. <laughs> if they do it well, it's okay. <laughs> there's definitely know. old rappers that hop on beats that sound amazing, but there's some who just like. Like Juicy J. Oh, you think Juicy J hops on new shit and doesn't sound well? <laughs> nah, Juicy, it's hit or miss sometimes. I don't know. Hit or miss for sure, but I think, Juicy, like, who would... For me, and I'm a huge Kanye West fan, but Kanye West on, like, if it's not done by him, or when he makes songs, like, when he made songs for, like, The Baby, and so it doesn't sound right. It just sounds like he's fitting in with the time. There was a couple singles that he was putting out that everyone just was like, these are not good, sweep them under the rug. It was with the baby before the whole Ooh, little pump, shit like that. Like, fuck, you know, yeah, exactly. Like, like, all right, bro, just <laughs> love you, but you gotta hop off these things and stick with the time because you push it forward. Just do that. There's no three stack verse that doesn't go with the time because he knows how to push himself forward and just stay on and adapt to what's going on now. So it's kind of like, but. It's different though. There has to be a nigga like Kanye to be on that type of level, and there has to be a nigga like Three Stacks to accompany him on a song at that level or a song at that level. Like there has to be an artist that like you know people don't hear from too often or like they don't drop ever. But like there's an artist you know. But the track record looks better when you pick the ones and they win. Yeah, when they work. Yeah, there's no Three Stack that there's no Three Stacks feature that doesn't work. There's Many maybe somewhere out there. I don't know. Yay versus that don't work. That don't work. Your track record looks a lot different, and this is not. But he. Uh, but when you build your track record so per, like so profoundly, 
doesn't fucking matter. And he's built his track record. Of course, but if we're taking away the solo albums of Three Stacks and the solo album, well, Three Stacks doesn't have a solo album. Yeah. If we're taking the solo albums away from Kanye, and let's just say the Watch the Thrones, one of the I've duos. never finished, I've never listened to the entirety of Watch the Throne before. Oh, really? Yeah. That's like the Roots thing. That's crazy. Like, how? I don't know. Like, I like No Church in the Wild. Oh, man. You got, you got this. There's stuff that there's things that we still yet have to discover. Yeah. There's nothing but time. But I tried to, like, task myself of listening to every Jay-Z album in November. Didn't get past the first one. Like, don't get me wrong. I fuck with Jay-Z. I think the last full album I listened to of his was, like, the Blueprint 3, I think, with the red lines. I think it was produced by like Swiss three. Beats. Yeah. Yeah. Three. That was like middle school type. American Gangster is crazy. Uh, he has a lot of fucking music. He has <laughs> a lot, bro. But a lot. There's, there was one where I was like, because they just celebrated, I'm going to nerd out for a little bit. They just said a, celebrated uh, like an anniversary of it. And I remember going on a walk with Bentley one day, listening to it front to back and going, like smiling on my yeah. walk because it still was super relevant and it still was super fucking hard. Uh, I can find out the name in two seconds. Yeah. I know um, a pretty influential album that I've listened to since I was a kid, literally middle school, um, was... Oh, Reasonable Doubt. Reasonable Doubt. Okay. Reasonable Doubt. You got it. Like, I don't know. That shit's crazy. What year did that one come out? Uh, 19... Oh, it's old. 1996. Yeah, I went back. I went back. I wanted to hear his like his debuts and stuff. That's his number one or his second album? No, his number one was called something else. I don't know. That's like probably third album. He was just getting better and better over time. That's usually all artists who like you know stick with their craft. Yeah, it's kind of impossible to get what artist sticks to something for years or a certain amount of time and doesn't get better. You know how could you not get better? Big Sean, valid. Yeah, valid. I don't know. I don't know about that. Valid though, Big Sean. Big Sean's a good example of someone who had huge hits. Yeah, huge hits in the beginning, and slowly, once people started taking verses away and whatnot, became the Quagmire verse. Yeah, like yeah, like like, and then he just stands out to being like, "I'm Big Sean." I'm 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 fucking on Janae Aiko right now. Yeah, like I can't really, you know, I don't know. I mean, a cool couple. Tiger has gotten a lot better over the years. I don't listen to Tiger, but I can tell you that (laughs) Tiger's still making hits. Have you heard the his song "Stimulated" featuring Kylie Jenner when he's talking about like dating her when she was like no, I I wouldn't want to hear that. Crazy. The song is called called "Stimulated," and she's this is like pre-surgery Kylie and everything. It's kind of. Yeah, no, I have to. St- I would have to stay away from that. <laughs> I, I try to stay away from um, most Jenner Kardashian news yeah. as much as possible. I think people are sick. Um, yeah, I think the only Tiger song I like is the uh, same as the only Chris Brown Chris Brown song I like is the uh, G shit. I think from like they had like a collab mixtape. Yeah, like I mean, eleven. I think say what you want about fun. Chris Brown, but that nigga I don't listen to that nigga. Chris I don't Brown. listen to the Chris Brown, but. <laughs> He's been that nigga for a very long time. He's good at he's, what he does, I guess. He's he's damn good at what he does. Like as like uh, if we have to talk about one artist that's damn good at what they do, but they have a troubled history. Chris Brown is like probably number two on that list. R. Kelly is probably another one, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't listen to R. Kelly, but there is definitely times. I remember I had a conversation with somebody, and they were like. Oh, I think it was one of her friends. I was like, no, Two Step is a hard ass song. Like it's 
kind of hard. Step by Sierra? By uh, uh, Step in the Name of Love by R. Kelly. Oh, Sorry. I had to, it was a brain fart. Have but you heard the song Real Talk by R. Kelly where he's like on the phone talking and he's no, like. No, <laughs> I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere. Okay, you know, actually, I take it back. Real Number talk. one, the, and, and, and I, I'm a person who believes in the innocence of Michael Jackson. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, I think, because that nigga has bangers. He has bangers that like. <laughs> He has, he has bangers that aren't, even, that aren't even bangers. Like he has his B size is better. You got there's no one else that has a better. There's no one else has a better catalog than Michael Jackson. It's kind of sick, but yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. But nah, it's yeah. I don't know. It's hard to call with that. I would, there I don't is watch no better musician than Michael Jackson. And you're probably right. And <laughs> there is no. Other, I mean, there's Prince, but, but not, even then, he's not like. Michael you say Jackson, his Michael name Jackson. and you know who he is around the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know who that nigga is. Yeah, like, Michael Jackson transcends fucking the universe. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, it's in a way. Like, I mean, LeBron James is up there now with Michael Jordan. I feel of like, of course, you know. So there's that, but I think we haven't hit one with like music because there's Kanye West, yes, but like, nah, not Michael Jackson. There's Drake, but no, not Michael Jackson. Who else? People yeah. say the weekend. He sounds very. He sounds very similar to my. The weekend is honestly the the weekend's track record. I think about it a lot. As you go from, hmm, what are you gonna say about this? It's great. I'm gonna say it's amazing. I don't say there's not that many bad weekend songs. There's not that many bad. There's not. There, I don't think there's one bad weekend album. I don't think he has. He has some albums that we might prefer more than the other ones, but I don't think there's any bad ones. Yeah, I'm not even a weekend fan, but from was what I would get for the first listens of his album. Yeah. Like Star Boys, who was the last one? Okay, he did. I fuck with Star Boy. I like Star Boy. I still have Star Boy on my phone. Yeah, the uh, like House of Balloons. I don't have it on my phone, but, but I still go back to it. But that's like that's like that's ground level. Like trilogy, House of Balloons, all those. Those are all like standard staple. But he only has like four. Loves. But they're but it's a no. He has well trilogy is a combination of all of those albums. I get all those albums before Beauty Behind the Madness. You know? Okay. Yeah. But um, when did he? I think where he personally not even fell off for me, but like where I stopped kind of giving him my ears, it's kind of like after Star Boy. I feel like when he got really poppy, that man got that money and it was like I can start making music. I was I'm making music with Daft Punk. Who well, the fuck does no, that I fuck and with, make? I fuck with Star Boy. That's why I fuck with it. Just because like yeah. he started, and then he, yeah, I like what he was doing with like Lana as like you know the love interest ish type shit on her album than his, and then you know um, from Beauty Behind the Madness to Star Boy because that's how it went, right? Is there Star Wars after Beauty Behind the Madness, right? I'm not sure to be honest with you. Yeah, he has a pretty he has a few albums. But yeah. Um I don't know, we can go on and on about music. Yeah, no. I mean, I can, <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm like I it's funny because uh I talk sometimes and my girlfriend goes, I didn't know you were that big of a Kanye West fan. I'm like, I am not the biggest Kanye West fan, but I am a huge Kanye West fan. I I like Kanye, but I can't say I love Kanye. Uh my mom had like the graduation DVD along yeah. with like the CD and shit. Like we have the movie at home, whatever. But like, I didn't. Kanye West, like, he was around, of course, because by the time I was able to customize my own choice of music and like what was going on, on the radio and things like that, Kanye West was everywhere. But like, I grew up on Kanye because of the radio. I didn't grow up on Kanye because I chose to grow up on oh, Kanye. Oh no, I didn't, man! I didn't like look into Kanye. I was like, like I was like a like a for sure like follower. Like, if there's only probably a couple people. That would get me to be stunned, and I think Kanye West is on that list for sure because 
just who that dude is and like what he makes. Yeah. And I just want to honestly, I just want to sit in the studio one day just to hear like 24 off of his new Donda album. I want to be in that studio going, okay. Like, I don't know, that shit just sounds, because, like, Mike Dean and him and just yeah. the whole crew of, I don't know, like, that's just insane to me. Him picking the right people to do certain things. The the thing that sucks because, yeah, I got to say this, I'm done. But the thing <laughs> that sucks is the Yeezys became a very popular thing so fast compared wondered. to... Jordan's having that legacy before they became what they are. Mm. Jordan had to build Jordan up. Jordan was like, Jordan was Michael Jordan, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But over the years, he became better and better as a basketball player. So that when the shoe became to its fucking, you know, 10th design, yeah. this man was a megastar in basketball. Yeah. Kanye West was already so huge. So everybody ran to the shoes. Then he started dropping so many of different designs of it so that it's like it's kind of getting stale to see him because you know that they're you're like, of course, you're going to know when a Jordan one's walking by you, yeah. but you might not know when it's a Jordan. You don't you might not know it's a, a pair of nines. I want to talk about a pair of nines. What the fuck? Do nines even look like? I don't even know. I can't tell you. But that's my point. <laughs> but but I, mean, I can tell you about 300s, 700s, fucking 750s. Like, everyone Kanye, knows what those are. Kanye did have his time, though. I feel like, you know, he did have his rise. Just like Michael Jordan had, became a mega star with basketball, and as he arose, his shoes arose. Kanye started as Louis Vuitton. Like, he had Louis Vuitton. That's true. You know what? Yeezys. You're right about that. He had the Yeezys, like the, the Nike Yeezys. And then, you know, he started doing his thing with, like, his own Adidas Yeezys. So he it's did. like, you know. He had Good his, point. He had his rise. You got to start somewhere. But, um, yeah, let's start somewhere. I think this is a pretty solid podcast. We got to—I've never got to shoot the shit at the end yeah. of a podcast of so much seriousness and started talking about other things. Then there's so much more to fucking talk about than the same. But I know, and we have to definitely kick it again. I was, like yeah. I said, I'll be probably in sack sometime and see if what you're up to, or if you come back down this way, you know where I fucking stay at now. Yeah. So, and this shit for the long run. You feel me? Yeah. How do I, how do I sign off? Not a do 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 do. No, we don't do that here. We just uh, <laughs> we just say appreciate you, and we give out some good words of advice, which we already did. Uh, do you have anything, any advice that you would like to give anyone? Wait, first, can I choose the exit song? Because I know you had Aphex Twin. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, one. boom, and then uh, advice. Um, shit, remember that they are not you. What's your exit song? Um, Break a Dawn by Men I Trust on the Untourable album. Send it to me and it's at the end of it. All right, you guys. Hope to be back soon. Don't sleep on this podcast. They're Thank you either. so much for listening. And thank you so much for waiting. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming. And goodbye. <laughs>